Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. We back, we back, we back with another episode of the show. Quick housekeeping stuff. If you're listening to this on audio platforms, come over to the YouTube channel, hit subscribe. If you're on the YouTube channel, go over to the audio platforms as Spotify, that's Apple. Go ahead and download the episodes. I just checked this morning, and as of right now, we are number 10. Or no, we are number 11 when it you're comes to. You're number 10. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> when it comes to basketball podcasts. No free promotion here. Yeah, but, you know, go, no, t- go check it out. Go check it out. Go check it out. Um, if you want to hear Damian Lillard, Drew Holiday, Trey, we dropped an emergency episode. We yes. came into studio and chatted about that a couple days ago. So that link is also in the description. Or just go over to the YouTube Classic channel and stuff. Classic argument, the comments were saying. Oh, it'll go down in history. It'll go down in history. One that I didn't even, I said I was going to rewatch. I have not rewatched it. I did. I completely <laughs> forgot about it. I did. But go check it out so you can get the context of the argument. And no one made a clip out of it. They took out the whole, uh, they made a two minute, like 30 second video. He was looking at the comments, they put, the, they put the Kendrick music behind it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did I look at the com- I can't say I look at the comments. I did, but I can't say that I. I think when you say look at comments, you like really look. I I, glan- I, I think I glanced. I glanced at it after like, I think like two hours after it came out. It popped up on my timeline, and I was like, I should rewatch the shit. So I clicked on the video, and then I seen like the top comment. It was like, that's classic. We love it. And then it was something with like they they liked that you and Derek was just smiling. Yeah. And then I, and then I went into one like with the replies, and they were just saying it was like somebody saying that I was right. Somebody was this was the funniest shit I ever seen. Somebody was saying that KB is stubborn and don't like to admit that he's wrong, right? And then a dude replied and said. He is stubborn and don't like that when he to admit when he is wrong. So then numbers two start arguing about <laughs> who is stubborn and who don't like to be wrong. Besides the fact of, you know, some people were saying I was right. Some people saying KB was right. These two said, forget that whole debate. They started. So they whole, yeah, they went to a whole nother debate. And then that's when I kind of just like. It's good engagement. Keep I doing stopped it. looking at the comments. Who's so arguing really, today? I, didn't really I guess we'll see. Uh, also, leave a like, subscribe. Let's get into a mic. Let's fact check, though. Okay. Because I did go back. Okay. What were, what were you saying about I literally that? do not remember. That it was, was he could ago. get a bucket when it mattered the more. Okay. Fourth quarter, I believe you were saying. Because it's six games they played, mm-hmm. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Part of it, you were correct. Oh, great. <laughs> Part of it. You were totally fucking wrong. So I think the first three games, Drew Holiday shot five. <laughs> I'm laughing at Derek's face. Like five of eight. Mm-hmm. He had a game where he, I think he went like one of two. Then he went one of this one. This is fourth quarter you're speaking yes. of. Yes. Okay. And then he went three of four. Mm-hmm. After that, it was abysmal. I remember game four when it when they were down 2-1 and they don't want to go down 3-1. He had like his best game. And I don't remember if that was fourth quarter or just in general he had a really good game. Uh, but yeah, so get, go rewatch the episode so you get the full context of what was going game on. Game two had to be the game that I think you referenced. Okay. Because he was three or four in game two. And they but they lost game they two. They did lose. Um three he made three out of his four layups. And then um Whew, that's better than Kenny Beecham numbers, I'll tell you that. Game much. four, one of eight. Game five, one of five. Game three, one of three. So he ended very abysmal and very ugly. And then overall, he shot eight of 23 at 34%. Mm. It's ugly, but I'm 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 going to leave it alone because I saw something that really pissed me off that, like, grinds my gears. What? Somebody was saying, 
The energy P was giving Drew Holiday was weird. <laughs> no, it wasn't. When we talked about Drew Holiday, I literally said KB brought up the play he made for the Giannis Lob, and I was like, yo, no, no, do not bring that in there because we all understand how good he is defensively, and he's probably the most. buckets. Yeah, we were just strictly talking about buckets. I just don't like when fans of a team do that, where they try to act like you hating on a player. Mm-hmm. When we, we literally pray, he got hella praise. I literally said, if you talk about bucket getters, I got a list of people I got in front of him. If you talk about stopping a bucket getter, at least three, I have, boom. I have him. There's not a lot of people. He's Nobody's probably higher as far as stopping a bucket and getter. And he still get his ass tore up, as we saw in the playoffs this year. He's got the highest chance. Exactly. Hey. I think that's just how basketball it works. Is, so it's like, yeah. literally. I can't say he defended poorly because Jimmy he, Butler was yeah, good. He has 40s. the toughest matchup every night. I think that's why the bucket get getter up. conversation even kind of go. There's certain conversations, even the KD playmaking. Has K has KD playmaked when we had the debate? Sure, yeah. But oh is he God, a playmaker? Was that? Oh, that had to be he like was on the Warriors. Like I remember I said it. Three years. Mm. That had to be like 2018, 2019. Damn, that long ago? That's the, it had to be. Time be flying. Is, is Drew Holiday a bucket getter in the sense that he ever gotten a bucket? Yes. So I think it's like is there's a literal sense. And then there's like the. Who said bucket getter? Because, again, I didn't rewatch. Did I say bucket getter or did you say? Did he say no, bucket getter? No, I was. I, this, is, this is how it kind of stemmed off from. Re- if it is, is it's it not, but I, I could tell you where it came it's from, though, at least. Okay. Well, we was talking about the heat, and I was saying if they added you holiday, like they could have those, that, uh, those, the puncher's chance where they could have, well, I said they have Jimmy Butler, Drew Holiday, who is another person who, whatever you say, is bucket or not, but he's damn no, my, capable. My question is who used the literal it was term you or bucket Mike. getter? It was okay. you or Mike. One of y'all. I said, think it, it was probably it was it was me because okay. I said two and a half bucket getters because I, oh, I for Bam okay. I was like he got half because okay. he'll gotcha. give you a game but other gotcha. other than that I don't know. Okay. Um. Quickly, let's talk about Drew Holiday just because his name is still circling. Yes. Um, yeah. You want me to do the drop the mic real quick? Sure. Yeah. Do it. Okay. So if the NBA was making a drama film from all the kind of like moments from last season, what stories have to be included? Kyrie and, Kyrie and Kevin Durant, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. <laughs> Brooklyn. Brooklyn, the situation. Why does that feel like two years ago versus a couple months ago? <laughs> but yeah, Brooklyn. Jason, I uh, mean, uh, Steve Nash was also fired last year, right? That was last year, right? Last year, yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so Brooklyn. And Ben, ben Simmons stuff happened. <laughs> yeah. If there was like, was it hard knocks for the NBA? Brooklyn would have been a prime place yeah. to be last I, year. I was just thinking of like moments too for like, if you did in like a slow mo, it could be like, you just even like, it deserved to be in a movie. Like, I think the. I can imagine there's a game where it's a close game. You need the playoffs, whatever. Just kind of with the Jaden McDaniel shit, where it's like at the buzzer, they lost the game. Now slow mo, he mad. He ended up punching the wall, and now he out. That game was uh, crazy because Rudy Gobert yeah. punched Kyle Anderson, um, all in the same game, and they still made the. They did all of that to still make it, and probably was the toughest out for the Denver Nuggets. That was the one team that legitimately that was putting up a chance. Yeah. Derek said that they was going to lose that series. <laughs> LeBron getting mad at Jason Tatum that's, for the foul. That's what, yes. exactly what I was about to do. You got Pat Bev coming up with the camera. Yeah. Was that all you, last year? Yeah. Dang, bro. That feels like so long ago. That yeah. That was one of the that was one of the most funniest games yeah. possible. Yeah. Pat Bev got a great tech. Time. We need that times 12 this season. And did he grab a fan's camera? Or was that someone on the? I think that was one of the like actual. Pro- yeah, that was a, oh, a cameraman's okay. one. Okay. I wish a f- fan would be walking around with that. The DSLR. What the fuck are you doing? I just I'm going to the um, Fire versus Inter Miami game for my birthday, and they're allowing me to get on the field. Mm. And I was like, oh shit, content, content. I asked them, can I bring a uh, DSLR? They were like, no. 
<laughs> no matter who you are, unless you got literal like the vest that's supposed to do that, you cannot bring in a DSLR no matter where you go. So you gotta use are you gonna use your phone? Either that or just enjoy the night and not think about content for enjoy once in my night. life. Enjoy, enjoy your night. But if messy is there, I mean that's some weak ass content. It's messy though. <laughs> I just saw James Harden team won a little thing. Against uh, Inter-Miami because Messi didn't play. Yeah, I so. saw he was like when the street closed looking a little mad. Yeah. Um, Is he going to play against you? Questionable. Like a 25% chance. But that's enough of a chance for me to want to go still. Mm. Right, because you would hate to be on the couch and, oh, my gosh, it's a miracle. <laughs> In the 15th minute. <laughs> and he, he kicked 10 goals. You had to be a jackass I'm, to miss this game. <laughs> I, but honestly, if they wouldn't give me the opportunity to be on the pitch, I probably wouldn't go. Even if Messi's not there, but I'm on the field, it's, a, it's a worthwhile experience. Do they do a similar thing to baseball where you get to kick the first goal? Oh, hell no. No, no I'm just going to be side court. Uh, you know how much line. work that is? I would miss anyway. I wouldn't even feel comfortable <laughs> doing it. I've never kicked the ball in my life. at least with baseball, you're going to put a Charlie Brown. <laughs> well, it was like 20 people that threw that threw out a pitch that day. Oh, yeah, yeah. So well. it was like real fast. Kicking that motherfucker, that's a whole. Yeah. I'm actually just sitting, sitting on the sideline watching the game from the sideline. KB was my top two favorite. First pitch. First one was make the stallion. Oh yeah, I couldn't. I can't. Can't beat that. You <laughs> can't beat that. <laughs> yeah. What a great day that was. Because because the White Sox lost that game, but we were. Me, Terrence was in the group chat like, are the White Sox gonna be good this year? Because we put up a fight. Dylan Caesar's looking good. Make the stallion through the best first pitch of all time. I, and, for a while, I didn't even know that that was her. I remember like that day happening. And I kept seeing it, and I'm like. Man, whoever that is, <laughs> got an ass on them. <laughs> and then we got into the Discord, and it was like starting to find out it was me. I'm like, okay. That game was also crazy because the White Sox blew such a big lead. No, different game. That's a different game? Different game. I thought that was the first pitch game. Because I remember us being no, in. No, that is the first pitch game. He's talking he's, about Meg game. He's talking about Meg the style. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, never mind. I wasn't talking about the, the, the White Sox. did blow a six-run lead in the ninth inning in the game. I threw a first pitch. <laughs> Which was last year, right? Last years, year, right? yeah. When yeah. they were still bad. But this not year, as bad. we went to open that day. Hey, but guess what? The season ends tomorrow, baby. Thank we got to worry about nothing else. Damn. Which came so fast. I was in a newspaper looking, and I'm like, oh, shit, they played 160. The Cubs are a game games. and a half out, so they might not make the playoffs, which is sad because I want to go to a playoff game, this year, or the wild card game. Um, anyway, Drew Holiday is still up on the block, obviously, and a lot of different teams attached like the Celtics, which is a very interesting one. And I decided, like, to let me mess around with the trade machine to figure out exactly what a Drew Holiday to the Celtics trade could be because a lot of people that are critical of the Chris Dasperzingas trade is like, hey, they losing the heart and, the heart and soul, the defensive stopper of Marcus Smart. If they can replace that with Drew Holiday, no, he ain't got the maybe the heart and soul that Marcus brings, but the defense at point of attack. And it's hard to get him there, honestly. Mm-hmm. In yeah. order to make it happen, you would have to throw Malcolm Brogdon to a team. Which he, he ain't going. He's not going to complain about. He will not. I I seen something like that. They were saying uh, is another piece of Robert Williams. Yes, Robert. Wood, to make the money match, you need mm-hmm. to throw both of them. So this is the fictional, no picks attached, but just players like structure, uh, and it's a four teamer because it's hard to trade a, a starting center. How many in players are involved in this? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Big, but big ass trades happen. When you talk about all star caliber players, uh, not I don't think Drew Holiday level though. Let's 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 hear. But, well, I'll, yeah, I, yeah. I'm only saying that because fans always send me trades that have like three, four teams with twelve players, mm-hmm. and I immediately be like, I'm not looking through because that just don't happen. I think seven, it don't. It seven. don't. But low key, yeah. I was just saying about we just this. Saw 
Dame. Before the Dame trade, I was looking at it. I was trying to figure out like how many four team deals have been in like just three or four team deals. Three teams are more common, but four team that sounds like a lot. I think the first one was like in two thousand, around two thousand. But it was kind of a lot. It's like, a lot of them. It's a lot that go down. Because no, no, a lot no. of times it's smaller pieces just to make the money match. For sure. Yeah. I'm just saying not even the teams involved, but the amount of players. How many players were in the Dame trade? Dame oh. himself, Drew mm-hmm. Holiday, Nurkic, Keon Johnson, Grayson Allen. It's a lot of people. Kamara, the Kamara dude. It's probably like seven or eight. Sear Little. Yeah, it's already so seven. Okay, let me hear it. All right, so uh, – the Trailblazers, and these are just the players of, again, you were attached draft capital, and that, that part is just up in the air. For sure. Um, Nicholas Batum, Robert Covington, Larry Nance is back, and Prayton Pritchard, right? They, they back where? Um, in Portland. The Celtics get Drew Holiday. The Pelicans walk out with Robert Williams as insurance. In case Steven Adams, you know, they get a backup that they really like. Steven Adams plays for the Grizzlies. Jonas Valanciunas. I mean, that's what I meant. Jonas Valanciunas. Yeah, my fault. Mm -hmm. Um, Jonas Valanciunas. And then the Clippers get Malcolm Brogdon, which is something they've tried to do two months ago. So I'm assuming draft capital, of course, is going to Portland for giving up Drew Holiday and basically facilitating Robert Williams going to his next place and for the Clippers getting Malcolm Brogdon. I don't know if that's a first-round pick for for two of the three spots or whatever, Um, but they were saying that the going price is two first-round picks for Drew Holiday, and that feels about right considering his production and stuff. But this is just a way for the Celtics to get Drew, which they might be interested in, for the Pelicans to get another center that is trustable come playoff time. Of course, there's always questions about his health, and then the Clippers to get the point guard that they want that's not James Harden. I like it. I think – and then, I'm sorry, the Blazers just get salary fillers so they can stick to their core of young yeah. players, and they add another they guard. they all players that damn near just, or like, that play for the team, basically? You said Batum. Did you said they get Batum, oh, Robert Batum, Coverton, Robert and Larry Nance. You know, Larry Nance. Keep, <laughs> you know what I keep seeing with the Blazers? What? Through all these uh, potential trades with Drew Holiday and these mocks, they're going to constantly be in flip mode. Shout out to Buster Rhymes. Um, Batum is not somebody that they would keep. No. no, not saying that Batum is going to command first round picks, but I mean, ten million dollars salary. Team, going, team could use it. Yeah, Larry Nance, sure. somebody will get at the deadline. Um, somebody would love Larry Nance. Robert Covington Robert is always going to have value yeah. for a playoff for a second round pick, a Lucy little second round pick. They're constantly, and if even if you don't do that trade, if you do another trade that we've been hearing, uh, where Drew Holiday go to the Heat, I guess I guess they don't get nobody back in in a flip mode potential because what you get Jovic in a first rounder or something. Well, I think money wise, you have to put Tyler Hero in, but they oh, don't. Shit. They clearly don't want. No, no you don't have to. Um, oh, it will be um, Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry's twenty nine million oh. plus Duncan Robinson sixteen ish. That that's the and money Kyle right Lowry's there. on the last year of his deal, so Correct. it'll be an expiring, expiring contract. contract. Yeah. Um. So you can have best of both worlds and having Drew and um, Tyler Hero on the roster. No, I got work. a trade in front of me from friends of the show, Sixers Daily. Sixers Daily. In his trade. The 76ers received Drew Holiday. Right. Which and Norman is not Powell. surprising that he would have. Oh, okay. Oh, they get Norman Andrew. Oh, so the this Clippers is, uh-huh. get James Harden, P.J. Tucker, and Forkan Korkmaz. Fine. Forkan Korkmaz requested a trade two years yes, ago. And they like, <laughs> just like, yeah, we don't have to. We don't have to. We don't have to listen to your request. <laughs> and the Blazers get Marcus Morris Sr., Nicholas Batum, Amir Coffey, Brandon Boston Jr., a 2028 first-round pick, and multiple second-round picks. That's not a bad deal. I feel like I want more from the Blazers because I'm facilitating two big players. Want another first round. I want another first-rounder somewhere in there. 
Both teams should be able to. Both who teams are the two can players, afford to throw me. A first. Who are the two players the Blazers are facilitating? He said Drew Holiday. Who, who and James it? Harden. This trade, the, yeah. the, James oh, Harden doesn't get yeah. there without the, yeah, yeah. the Trailblazers' help. Yep. So I want because isn't Mook under contract for two years? Uh, I don't remember. I can't remember. But, I um, do not know his contract. But again, in this situation, Marcus Morris is somebody they would flip along with Batum. They give Brandon Boston an opportunity to do something. I guess. Um, they've been, it feels and I like, like they've just I, been I think, hanging on the back of the Clippers bench for a minute for sure, now. For sure. And they just brought in Josh Primo. So a lot of people were saying, yeah, like, like let, let, let Brandon Boston do what he got to do. Cause, um, but I like this deal more cause I think the Clippers would probably <clears throat> be more willing to work harder to get James Harden than Malcolm Brogdon. Mm-hmm. They'll probably oh, yeah. take Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah, but, like, but they're I not going to give him Yeah, I think they'll be more inclined to, like, really push for a James Harden. And I think Kawhi and Paul George would also push the organization to go get a James Harden deal done. Because if, if I'm the Clippers, why am I getting involved with Drew Holiday to go somewhere else when I want him to? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm getting James Harden. I think all contender teams right now are probably calling that phone for Drew Holiday. It's only, it only makes sense. He's only a guy that can raise your ceiling just a, a lot more. So you might as well make that call. Can we dive into that part of this? Because what? that's been a, a little – that's been dialogue on social media and basketball realms of, like, is the Bucks deal really better than the Heats? Mm. I, to me, hell yeah. To I, me it I, is, I, yeah. I, 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 I thought so. I, the- I thought so because just, like, roster-wise, you you added a big instead of I'm trying instead of, like – Keep an eye on with the guards because you already have Anthony Simons. You got Scoot. You got Shaden, who's you you want to like focus on, you know, helping him get better and everything, or just giving him more opportunity. You want to bring in Tyler Hero, who's already kind of there. Like he's still got more where he can go, but he's not probably helping your roster trying to do what you want to do. But Aiden, it's more so of a wild card with him. He could, you could either see what he's really about. Maybe he's like a definite all star in this league, or maybe he's just a really good. You know, starter for for your team. For them, he, for them, I think he's really good. Yeah. For the Suns, it's probably like, man, we need you to do more. But eighteen and ten, and the situation you didn't really want to be. He in. wasn't happy as the uh, well before. Like KD got there, is like sharing it with Chris Paul is the second option type thing. The third option, he wasn't happy with that. Oh yeah, that was. I I think that yeah, that was clear as day based off of his effort in some nights and. And, and the back and forth with him and Monty and all of that weirdness. His regression on defense yeah. and stuff, too. But it's kind of crazy because Chris Paul and him had a really good pick-and-roll combination. It's Chris like, Paul. He, no he can have a pick-and-roll with anybody. I just think he probably wanted more opportunity in yeah. offense. Um, the Heat were prepared to offer three first-round picks with Tyler Hero going to a third team, multiple second-round picks and swaps along with his an expiring contracts and a 2022 first-round on Nikola Jovic. That's, that was the Heat's package. Yeah. Which is pretty, in my eyes, pretty It's a pretty decent. good package, but I still like the idea of having Drew Holiday and being able to flip him. I still have Jeremy Grant. I can flip him once yeah. he's eligible. I, I think taking in a player that you don't really want in Tyler Hero. He was is, saying ship I think yeah, I think the idea was to find that 13 for Tyler Hero. Oh, yeah. yeah and the maybe they, yeah, yeah. Maybe they just believe that the, the assets that you would get back from that 13 in the Tyler Hero is not as valuable as what you can get back for Drew Holiday, which is yeah. probably probably right. And at the end of the day, the thing that makes the trade they actually did better is because I am getting DeAndre Aiden. Yeah. People can say whatever they want about DeAndre Aiden. We've all been critical of DeAndre Aiden. Again, 18 and 10. 
when you're unhappy. 25 as years old. 25 years old as a third, fourth option. <laughs> Did y'all see the video of him touring the facility? Yes. Yeah, yesterday? he would look happy as well. So happy, bro. So it was, was like, that I want real? that. It was him in 2K and he already had the sun. Yes, that's real, <laughs> bro. Thirsty as hell. I already had the uh, I want that more than I want. The Blazer shirt on. <laughs> Nikola yeah. Jovich. I'm excited for a like rejuvenated Aiden season. Right, yeah. yeah. And then you give Scoot, like, you want your guard to have a really good center. So that pick and roll combination, rim protection, all that. You want a good center. You don't want to call it Jovich. Like, I, for me personally, I think Aiden is like the dream pick for the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah, they, I, I just really don't think they have anything to lose in investing in him and seeing if there is, like Mike said, another step. And if it ain't, you'll still take 18 and 10. Yeah. You'll still take 18 and 10. Um, but on a, on a, the, the, the limp that it is, more if you can get twenty two and twelve, you win. You, you you're winning, especially with all of those young guards. Like Derek mentioned, you you got the picks, and now you're going to get more. Not even with Jeremy Grant, we could just call him a question mark. We'll see. But you know, Drew Holiday, it looks like is going to get you two picks and maybe a player. So, uh, maybe a, a couple of players that you'll flip again for some second round pick. You just going, you know, what I'm saying versus like we we have to go find a third team for Tyler Hero. We don't know what that's going to look like. He's been in the rumors of being traded for I don't know how many years now. So, obviously, there's a ceiling to the value of how he's, you know, received in the trade market. And then you get Nikola Jovich, who is super highly potential, but he's he's still unproven. Aiden, you can plug in from day one because he's kind of proven on which you know more of what you're getting. So, yeah. I, I like that deal. Did y'all read the Chris Haynes article yeah. about the behind the scenes of all of it? Yeah. yeah. Joe Cronin and they, him and Damian Lillard. Shout out. I want to say shout out to Chris Haynes because I know on Twitter when this trade popped off, I was telling people that I was uh, reported to go to Milwaukee's media day. They told me that Chris Haynes was going. They told me they wanted me to do digital shit. And I was like, it sounds like. Y'all are telling me y'all want Chris Haynes to be right. where I was supposed to go. And I had to let the company know, like, Chris Haynes is so well-respected, especially by us. He's an OG. I don't feel slighted in a sense. Y'all don't have to force me to go out there to make me feel in a way. It's all love. I'm not disappointed. I don't feel in a way. Chris Haynes is the fucking GOAT. So I would not be going to Milwaukee because I had some people hit me up that was like, man, I'm going to be there. We should meet up and da 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 So... Um, shout out to OG Chris Haynes. Till next time. We got to get the we, yeah. We want the best. Job. Him and Dame got have a relationship, right. obviously. So yeah, yeah. That, that that's him whenever Chris, Dame have something going on for he, sure. He, he's with Chris Haynes. I wasn't gonna get the shit that Chris Haynes gonna get out of Dame. Facts. So, um, so Dame did say how this summer played out behind the scenes definitely left a sour taste in my mouth, and um, pretty much him and Cronin just kind of had like this falling out where Cronin wasn't even talking to him, and um. Even, like, Dame would show up to, like, the team activities. Cronin would be the guy that, like, exiled him, wouldn't say anything to him. And Dame pretty much just said at that point, shit, if I don't want to be anywhere where I'm not wanted. He wanted to come back to the Blazers, and Cronin told him, uh, there's no, no there's no coming back. There's no coming back. Yeah. So Which is, that, that blew my mind reading that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is. I think, I, maybe this is just speculation, but hear me out. I think <laughs> Cronin... Maybe Cronin may be a little upset, right? Um, He promised Dame he would build him a championship team. He didn't do that. And then part of what he did was giving Jeremy Grant that crazy money, 30-plus mil a year, whatever. He thought that would probably be a piece that could really entice Dame to stay, I guess. And then the day after that, he gives Jeremy Grant the money. Dame then requests a trade. 
he made me feel like if Dane would have told me this a little sooner, I wouldn't have had all this money locked into Jeremy Grant for the next five years. Mm. You read that or you put that together? I'll put that together. No, that's, no, that's, I swear to God. That, no, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm, I, I, I was just thinking of I'm giving you a handshake. No. That is that is that is to me, that's brilliant. Yeah. I would be if me if I had if I was a G if I if I had a position that was high in the organization, yeah. you're my star player, and we're trying to really figure out what we're doing here, yeah. and you allow me to give them KB max money <laughs> for five that, years. Knowing that you're about to request a trade. Thank you for that, by the way. You did right by your homie for sure, yeah. but like, yeah, I probably definitely would feel away because yeah. it's like you feel slighted. Yeah, I, I did slighted. this for you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, this is this has been a conversation on on uh, in the basketball space too. How you feel, Mike? Like, are the Blazers wrong? Is Dane wrong? Do you see both perspectives? I see both perspectives, but this is why I feel a, I felt a little bad for the Blazers. It's just because. Dame has been preaching for so long that like I, this is my this is where I'm gonna be at, and I understand that like you're not always married to what you think or you're not a married sure. to your opinions. You can always change, but this was just like left field. Like this is like very close to kind of what James Harden was. It was like I want out. I want one team. It was the Miami Heat, and it's just like damn. Like we've been trying. We've been at least trying. You can't always just go out and make the best roster. I can't go out there and get Giannis just this summer just because yeah. like it's hard to put a, together a championship team like it takes a village and i don't know he just went out it's just like and this shit was so dragged out too yeah cronin like, definitely didn't sick like of talking this for about two three months yeah cronin didn't like, like the fact that he was trying to force his way to a team mm-hmm. that i think that's somewhere he said it kind of felt like it was personal it, mm-hmm. the article did say this kind of felt like it started to become personal versus business and um and then cronin pretty much told him we're gonna send you where we want to send you and Luckily for Dame, he did get sent to a team that has Giannis Antetokounmpo. Ended up working out. Yeah. Eventually, they they came to an agreement. They sat at Dame's house, and Dame gave them two extra teams, and he was able to get to one of those two extra teams. It yeah. was Brooklyn. It was Milwaukee. Um, but I said on my show, this is like it. The, the thing that makes it okay for the Blazers is very similar to the Anthony Davis trade because when Anthony Davis requested a trade. They got the first overall pick the same year. So it's like, yeah, we trading away AD, but Zion, we here. Usually when a team trade away they star player, they got to think, like, who's going to be our next guy? The year the Cavs had to deal with after LeBron. Exactly. But the the Pelicans got Zion, and the Blazers have Scoot right now. Mm-hmm. So though you traded away Damian Lillard, this is not like, oh, we about to be in the depths of hell for two years to get the first overall pick. You got Scoot. And by all accounts, he might be as you know one of the best guards in the league eventually. So, it's not all terrible. Yeah. Um. It, like I've seen it. I think the trade has been polarizing for Blazers fans, Suns fans, everybody involved, except for Bucks fans. I ain't seen a single Bucks fan that's sad right now. <laughs> Every single one of them is and like, we here. Um. And he fans are also yeah upset. But for the most part, it's polarizing between the fan bases. Like, man, I feel like we should have got more. Oh man, I feel like we should have got more for DeAndre Aiden. Um, and, and sometimes that kind of tells me that a trade is like fair or decent if it's like half the people really like it or ha- and half the people really hate it. Seem like somebody came out feeling okay. You know what I'm saying? I Somewhere wonder what in the more would the Suns fans have wanted? Well, they wanted an above average center and replacement. I just for a championship guess, quality yeah. team. You know, That's I just feel thing. like I feel their like team the is Suns. constructed to have that dirty work center. I think but the Suns believe in Nurkic. I don't see him as that, though. He set hard-ass screens. That's, he could do that. He a bruiser. Well, let's say this. Thus far, I don't know if I look at him like that. I do think, based off what I know from him, 
and what I've seen and how he is. Yeah. I think he is a guy who will be more prone to accepting or trying to be what you want versus yeah. Aiden seeing like, because he is Aiden. Former is, first overall pick. Yeah, and he's, he's still so young. Yeah. I think Aiden is a little bit entitled to want to be some type of player versus like Nurkic is a little older. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So now he has to conform. And I, I'm not saying Aiden shouldn't have conformed, but I definitely think that there should have been a meet in the middle versus like, man, you play like JaVale McGee. <laughs> like at 25 and I'm going into my prime as a former first overall pick, $200 million. I'm trying to be an all-star center. I'm trying to live up to everything. It's hard for me to just accept that you want me to just be a dirty work guy. Like mm. what the fuck? I've never been a dirty work guy in my life. Yeah. Same thing with James Wiseman and the Warriors. James Wiseman, all your life you've been able to shoot threes, dribble the ball a little bit, catch face up. No, now you're just run and set screens for stuff. It's like that is the reality that I think basketball fans don't take into con into context because yeah. mm-hmm. they think it's just 2K. Just screen. It's like, no, this is not 2K. You can do 2K. You can turn Jokic to just a screener. He just a, he's just a screener. But it's like it's a reality of where you have to talk about how people have been conditioned and in, in, in the process of how they play. Mm-hmm. The damn thing to go back to that, and I'm going to say this because I know how fans can get. I love Damian Lillard. I think he's a fantastic player. He's the second best point guard in the game right now. No, I'm sorry. He's the third best point guard in the game right now. I don't get it. Well, you don't get what? I don't get the misunderstanding between it all. Damian Lillard cannot have everything. For years, this organization, they tried. Did they have the best pieces to go out and get Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and things like that? No. But he loved CJ. They hung on to CJ. I think a little bit longer than they should have. They committed to that backcourt for uh, like too long, in my opinion. Um, he wanted money. They gave him money. Uh, he wanted to be traded. They tried to go find a trade. At some point, I think realistically, he had to accept the fact that they were going to have to do something for themselves as well. They're not just going to send you to the heat because you like Miami. That Like, not if they didn't have the package. So I don't I, I don't I just think that that's kind of I don't know it's kind of strange to think that there was like something so obviously it's personal it's always personal but to think that they were going to just do everything for you so you can have everything exactly the way that you want it to be and they're not going to put themselves in in the forefront at some point to me that was a little unrealistic and I think a lot of stars are doing that where they fail mm-hmm. to realize the team has to make sure that they're in a good position as well mm-hmm. so it's like. You got to the Bucks, bro. That is a great situation. It's not Miami 305. You know what I'm saying? The vibe, the what? Yeah, it's probably going to snow. It's going to snow heavily. But you still get to play with Giannis. That team looks super, super good. On paper, y'all are the favorites. On paper, y'all, y'all are way better than you was going to be in, in Miami. Miami, y'all was going to be better, but y'all weren't going to be the foreclosed, like, number one team, in my opinion. With the Bucks, you are. You get a chance to win, which is what you said you wanted. And and they get to leave with something that they think they're in a better situation in. Yeah, I think both sides win in this situation. So it's like I don't understand the whole, you know, and then even the thing about him going to the Bucks and being like, man, I, I, I wanted to stay. Why? Mm-hmm. You wanted to win. So it's like, I don't know. I just feel like this whole process, Dame has kind of been one foot in, one foot out. It's like I want to go really to Miami. But yeah, I, I want to be traded. I, I want. I want to stay. It's like I. I just don't understand this flip flopping back and forth and what the obsession with Miami is. Maybe he I, feels I, like I can kind of understand the flip flopping aspect 
when you're in a relationship for 11 years, I think there's there's times where, and, and it's about to end, where you're like, damn, is this really the right decision? Do I do I really, like, you know, I built a family here and all of that stuff. So I understand the the backtracking slightly because I think that's just human nature yeah. to, to, to get into your comfort zone the moment where it's time to maybe get out of it. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to get uncomfortable. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and I mean, I agree with that. I just think that when you go public, especially in this particular business, when you request and you let it known and you voice it, I think you have to be extremely comfortable and committed to that because you know how this gets. When it's out, it's one thing for it to be rumored and behind the scenes and it's not, nobody really knows, but when it's really, really out there, you know how this shit gets. Mm -hmm. You know how it gets, especially when your main factor is winning, which nobody has a problem with. Dame deserves to go and win. But when you have an opportunity to go to these other places that are going to, you know, give you that opportunity to win, I, I just don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's who, why I get confused. Who are some of like the recent people too, like in the last decade or so, that kind of forced their way out? James Harden, James Harden, Kevin Durant. Uh, Kevin did I say force? Kevin Durant is it? For, he requested a trade. Uh-huh. It took like six months, for, but I don't know if force is the way. Yeah, the word for because force Kyrie. feels like the Damian Lillard, James Harden. Because it's, I mean, I could see it becoming a trend. Especially with like the younger players that see this kind of happen in the league and see like everywhere can go. If I can get to Milwaukee and play with him, just because I, you know, I'm the best player and I feel like shit, I feel like I could, I could slight them or I can give them the the cold shoulder by uh, cold shoulder by going to the media and be like saying blah blah blah. Like I feel like it could be a trend. It's definitely ben happening Simmons. way more now than yeah. it was ten years ago, twenty years ago. Ben Simmons is definitely probably like the number one. Because oh, yeah. he, yeah. he set out a whole year. Yeah. He literally didn't play. And I don't think nothing is wrong with, with that. If you want to leave, leave. My whole thing is you have to understand the part that comes with that. The organization has to do right by themselves. So I can just say, hey, trade me. I really want to go to the New York Knicks. But if they don't have the package. I think the only way it works for you is if you have a no trade clause like Bradley Beal, where you say, I only want to go to the Suns. Yeah, if you and I think that's place, I'm gonna say that's no. less and less prone to be happening. You yeah. know, he's the only person in the league with that. <laughs> and I also don't understand, like, do basketball players or do they live in a bubble? Because if I know I'm a franchise player, I I probably know I can't get to the fucking Lakers. Right, the, now. the answer is yes. I think they do live in a bubble. I think everybody lives in their own bubble, but specifically sports players because. Once you hit that level of wealth, it's just like nothing matters other than, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I yes, yes, they are living in a bubble. I see certain guys be, that be having teams on their list, and I be like, bro, you know damn well there is no way that they can get It's literally no I said, way. my career still. It's no way that they can get you. Yeah, my career traded 99 overall for scraps. He's still got Giannis on the team. Yeah, yeah. That's literally. I be like, bro, how, how the hell? Did, you, did y'all peep? They update as you play. What do you mean? Like the rosters? Yeah. Oh, shit. I haven't played. I'm with the Bucks. I haven't played again, so I don't know if Dame's on my team. But when I was with the Bucks, I played, and my key matchup was the Sixers. Kelly Oubre was out there. Oh. oh like weird. that. I'm like, That's whoa. That's Because I remember you had to make a whole new player Wait, did you make that build after he signed? No, I don't think so. Interesting. Because, yeah, you usually have to make a new player for yeah, them. I'm at the point where there's no more my career. Same. But I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go try to see if Damian Lillard is on my roster. I may have did. I hope I didn't. But I felt like I made that before that happened but we'll 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 see do y'all think and i hate to say it like this don't take this the wrong way especially you um do y'all think damian lillard attraction to miami was because it seemed more of a 
it seemed more of a a a working thing. And what I mean by that is like he goes to the Bucks. It's just like they the ones. Yeah, no, no, I know exactly what you mean. I, oh. I'm thinking the same I thing. I think if he goes to Miami, it's the same thing in my opinion. If he was would have got tra- if they would accept the Miami deal, I would undoubtedly said that that is the favorite to win Eastern Conference because they've been to the NBA Finals th- uh, two of the last four years, the Conference Finals three of the last four years, and they're subtracting a player in Tyler Hero that wasn't there for the last run. I would be like that is the champ that is the championship team. They yeah. were they were a couple games away from doing it multiple times, and now they add Damian Lillard. I, I would have felt the exact same way. I, 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 it could even be a name thing for me. I think even if you like look at Jimmy Butler and Bam, and you have them in the top whatever, top fifteen, top fifteen, top twenty, or whatever. Giannis is top three, top two. Yeah. So I feel like you wouldn't go to play with the top player in the league. That sounds like what I said he was going against. Yeah, exactly. Or like in the past where he's like, I'm not teaming up with him. Exactly. Y'all oh, take y'all taking the yeah. chump way out. Exactly. Because as good as Jimmy Butler is, the nobody up here is looking at Jimmy Butler as this MVP candidate, top right. five. I don't even know where to, Jimmy Butler fluctuates. You know yeah. what He's probably at the end of tennish. Ten, the range is probably nine to 14. 14, yeah. Mm-hmm. But so playoffs, like, you know he top 10. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but for me on paper, I love I love Dame. I mean, Giannis, Dame, Middleton, Brooke, Brooke Lopez, Lopez. anchoring that, uh, Bobby Porter's off your bed. I like that way Pat more Connaughton. than I like the Miami Heat. Because if he would have went to the Heat, I would have still looked at the Bucks like, oh, shit, that's going to be a series. Yeah. Really? Drew Holiday, Middleton, Giannis, yeah, uh, Brook Lopez at. Yeah. against uh, Jimmy, uh, Dame, and Bam. Yes. Yeah. That, even the Celtics. That's, even looking at them with the Celtics. I don't look at Porzingis, the Heat as a runaway. Porzingis, Tatum, Brown. I think it would have probably been even, too. Yeah. Really? Oh, okay. I even think the Sixers still have a chance in this. Like. Sixers are still very good with Harden. No, you're stretching it. <laughs> you're stretching. So you're saying <laughs> no, right here, Miami Heat versus the 76ers, you, you, I'm saying I'm, just saying this, I'm still saying there's still a chance. Like if oh, Joel Embiid on some in the pre- second round, yeah. then you know who winning. He doing yoga. He's stretching. <laughs> I got it. Dame, hypothetically, Dane's go to the Heat. All I'm saying is the Heat ain't the favorite for me because I'm still wow. looking at Boston. I'm still looking at. Milwaukee, and then I'm looking at the them. Heat beat those teams, and then they, they added did, Dame. They did. I've also seen these motherfuckers lose to those teams. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say <laughs> Milwaukee definitely coming back with some vengeance. All right. those, those three, Boston those definitely three coming teams, back with yeah. some vengeance. He's lost to, they've lost to both of those teams once in the last four. Those years. three teams literally once. just be beating each other all the time. No, no. <laughs> in the last four years, Miami has beat them more like more than they have. They lost to the Bucks one time. Well, also and they lost to the Celtics one time when Jimmy Butler pulled up from three. Well, he also yeah, this but they won every other one. <laughs> Yeah. This, but those teams also yeah. got better. Chris Tass was in And again, the we're seeing that Dame, who's top ten ish, is now added to the roster. A roster that can that needs guard play. Yeah. But also Chris Middleton is coming in healthy. Ish, as far as we know. Healthy, you, yes, but what level of player? He's healthy for sure. And you still have Giannis, Drew Holiday, uh, and Brooke Lopez, Lopez, Bobby Port. I still like that Bucks team. The Buck that Bucks team is always going to be a team that you're just going to have to look at. I'm not. I can't wash away because they Giannis got hurt and they lost. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, if Giannis doesn't get hurt, they probably win that series. Maybe. I still I mean, he I, missed I, a game. I in still the give the Heat. I think he missed two. I, he missed a game two. and a half. Game and I half. still. I still do. I still do blame the Bucks for taking the Heat lightly. Yes. Yeah. Even with with the injury, but. Um, that ain't enough for me to just feel like they crushed the Bucks. Hell no. Well, mm-hmm. Every game that Giannis did play. Because Drew Holiday would do that thing, potentially. Didn't they lose every game that Giannis did play, too? When he came back, yeah. 
Yeah. But at that point, they are, in my opinion, they had already had their momentum. So yeah. you was that's not to take it away. They still they still did their thing. They still clamped their ass up. But I just don't think that. Was that which game was that when they had like at least a 10 point lead? Or it was like something was like that and they blew it. Was that game three? Oh, Where shit. Jimmy, like, oh, you're right. Because was it game three? Yeah. And I'm game pretty sure Giannis three. was playing too, I want to say. No, Giannis if the Bucks was the were game. at home, then it was either one, two, or five. Okay, I was right then. Game five. Yeah, I think it's game five. Okay, yeah. Because I remember Giannis, they had like a 10 point lead or something like that. Giannis was still on the court, and that's when Jimmy had went into that mode. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. My memory does not work nearly as good as it used to. It'd be hard to sometimes remember playoff games because you watch so many yeah. that you kind of, like, forget them. But there are people out there who are like, oh, yeah, that was game three. Like, they could just do it like yeah, that. Yeah. And I just – It beat them. I used be the to be able to do that, too. That's no, the crazy I used to be able to do that. It'd be the old heads. It'd be like, it was back in game four, 1997. Oh, I thought you was taking a shot at me. I was going to say. I'm no, 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 no. They, I, I'm talking <laughs> about they remember – they be remembering dates the from the 90s, details, yeah. game four, round two. Two also, minutes, 12 seconds left. Why it's also hard right now? What? These motherfuckers always play each other. True. You kind of even win for, series. Even during the regular season, it, the regular season, it feels like they have like eight games played against each other. I also think that we spend so much time on our phones and stuff that like our attention span and our memories like deteriorated because of it. That yeah. is true. Because when you think about that era, they had literally nothing but their memories. Mm-hmm. They didn't have oh, a phone. <laughs> they had nothing but their memories. It's funny. <laughs> they didn't have a phone. This they didn't like have you... phones or the internet really to like go back and look at shit. That's why I'm saying like all that should be so else. perspective they when we be watching clips. clips. We be watching old like hardwood classics, and the quality be so bad. KB like, I gotta turn this off. I can't watch. Bro, this. yesterday I was streaming, and the idea was to relive the 20, 2009 2010 season because a lot of people believe that's one of the best seasons in NBA history. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna go through the schedule of every single night, find close games, watch the highlights, to so kind of like act like we're in 2009. And then I started it, and the quality of these fucking highlights is so bad that I watched two videos. And I was like, Chad, we got to do something else because we just can't. I, I paused it at one frame and said, okay, can you name the players on the court? It wasn't even in 2009? In 2009. It's not even that long ago. Who was the, who was the game? Um, it was a Nets versus Timberwolves game. So you so had Darren Williams. Darren Williams, Paul Pierce. No. Nope. This is Darren. This is just Darren Williams. They still wearing red? No. They're, uh, in this game, they were in black. So Darren Williams and Joe Johnson? No. Just Darren Williams? New Jersey Nets. New Jersey oh. never wore black and white. I'm t- in this video, or maybe of dark blue then? It, the quality blue. was so fucking bad. It was so dark it was Devin something. Harris and, and Derek Devin Harris is on Devin, the court. Did it have the little red stripe on it? Oh, this Don't is right before the trade. Okay. No, Darren Williams wore no. New Jersey. He played for I know, New Jersey. I know. Oh, he did? Yes. Okay. He played for New Jersey Nets. So that's what I'm saying. Just if, know Damian Wilkins hit a game winner in this game. <laughs> and he was playing for what? The Thunder? The or? Timberwolves. Okay. But, but yeah, back in the day, that's all they had. If they, they were wearing the blue then in his New Jersey, then yeah, that was 2009, you have... Devin Harris. Mm-hmm. That's either the year Derek Favors is a rookie or they're about to draft Derek Favors. E. Jillian was starting at the four with Brooke Lopez. Yeah, okay. And then you probably had Corey Brewer played for the Timberwolves at that point. Oh, shit. Um, Corey Brewer, Rubio. Was Rubio not Rubio over was yet? not there. Um, Kevin, Kevin Love. Love was injured. He was on the sideline. Pekovic? Pekovic not there, at least not in this game. And D- Damian Wilkins got a putback game winner. And then I was like, Their yeah. favorites was 2010, B. So, so he got drafted. I just remember because I was playing 2K and I, he was always in the draft combine. Yes. Mm. Who else is in that class? Was it John Wall? John Wall. Evan we're, Turner, we're playing Derek in that Boogie, league Boogie, that year. 
So yeah, all, all, all the rookies, rookie. see all the rookies from that. Drew year. Holiday. Yeah. I remember Inez Boogie Cancer. Cousins. Cancer is the next one. The next game we oh, watched, no. Al Harrington dropped 42 points for the Knicks in a loss against um, – Bro, I got Al Harrington on my league I want team. Him he be going team. crazy. He shoot the yeah, ball bro. so good on that game. He be going crazy. I thought it was a good idea for a string, but it just didn't – I would have to – I think I have to do 2015, 2016 because that was like maybe the best year because of all of the stuff. Did they not switch to HD at that time? Not the highlights. Oh, damn. Highlights are uh, 240p. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well just listen to it on radio. That's crazy. So for the main part of the show, I came with something for my guys today. Um, we're going to have a draft, a unique draft about potential breakout candidates. Austin, this is what I'm going to need you at the whiteboard for your services. So this is very, very simple. These are the directions. Each of these three young men are going to have $15 a piece. Oh, th- three? One, two, three. Oh. <clears throat> Keep going. They're going to have $15 a piece. There's a whiteboard out of frame that you guys cannot see. We'll let you guys know the name. Little-ass handwriter. There is, I'm sorry, there is five categories. There's a dollar category, a $2 category, a $3 category, a $4 category, and a $5 category. You add all of those values up, you get $15. That's why they have $15. At the end, they're going to get a bonus $10, and we'll get to all of that. But there is three players in each category. So the $1 category, you have three guys. It's split up. They got guards, they got wings, and they got big slash front court players. This draft is going to be a situation where every round we're going to pick a new order. Mm. So it's not going to be serpentine. Mm. It's not going to, we're going to pick a new order every single round. But I want y'all to take in this list and this board because I think – there's, you're going to have to be strategic. So a lot of people listening, the first pick, if Pierre get the first pick, you might think like, oh, I may go right to the $5 category. I may. So then if Mike get the second pick, he could look at – it's going to have to be strategic. That's all I'm going to say. You I have certain you you, sl- sleepers at one. And do two. you want to read through the names of yes. each position? Yes. Okay. Um, so at the guard position, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start a $1 value and go down to 5 The cheapest value you have is Markel Fultz. At one dollar, two dollars you have Austin Reeves. Three dollars you have Devin Vassell. Four dollars you have Anthony Simons. Five dollars you have Josh Giddy. The wing position, one dollar value is Christian Braun. The two dollar value is Jonathan Kaminga. The three dollar value is Patrick Williams. The four dollar uh, value is Bruce Brown, and the five dollar value is Cam Johnson. And then last but not least, the bigs in the front court. The $1 value is Jalen Johnson. $2 is Obi Toppin. $3 is DeAndre Aiden. $4 is Scotty Barnes. $5 is Alf Perrin Shingun. Plain and simple. Y'all understand it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I understand. People at home to, yep. to, to, to really understand how you're wrapping it up. So I'm going to go to wheel to side. Put, put, me, put my name All in the I wheel is Big do, Mike. No. More so than erase, track their teams for them. So at the bottom of the thing, you might have to write in a similar similar uh, size that I wrote it. Chicken so scratch. D Mills, Mike, KB. I just DM Larry Markin. E. He followed me on Twitter, and I was trying to figure out when should I message him to ask him to come on a podcast. Seem thirsty. You should have waited forty eight hours. The first pick is. D. I do Mills. not care. But. What's the worst thing that could happen? Like, literally, is he going to unfollow? He, okay. 
People weren't following you before. You were doing <laughs> exactly. just fine. Exactly. I went 26 so years without a follower. So the order for this first round is Derek, Mike, KB. Okay. Derek, Mike, KB. Trash. I already know what Derek picked at first. He's so predictable. And now me saying that going to make him try to be unpredictable. <laughs> no, no. You want to follow in directions. These three young men, $15 a piece. Three. No. Um, so for $3, I'm going to take DeAndre Aiden. That was actually the predictable win. <laughs> okay, so you went exactly the way I expected you to go. Oh, by the way, I want to put this in here. You're building a team as well. Yeah. So I don't want you to go get DeAndre Aiden and then Alfred and Shingoon. Oh, okay. So we're not, we're, we're not building the likelihood of somebody breaking out, but we're building a roster. You want both. You're trying to complete both. You're trying to pick the, the guys who you are confident in having breakout seasons. But I think three of my those wings are going to break out. But I, I you got to make them fit. Okay. You're probably not going to get three anyway. She is. I know where Mike is going with the first. His you, first you, you already do know so where I'm going. I understand. You got three. Now you got twelve. You got twelve dollars. Yeah. You got to make this money work. The money in issue. So you can't get two. <laughs> you cannot get. You cannot get another three dollar player. I know that. Okay, I'm just saying. I just wanted to be known. <laughs> every every player on your team has to come from every value. The money in an issue. Uh. I would like to select Austin Reeves for two dollars. Yeah, it's about as predictable as can get. <laughs> yeah, you, you you good. And no, I'm about to be predictable as fuck as well because y'all know where I'm going with with I my three dollars. You know where I'm going with my three dollars. I hope not. I, I, I'm doing it. Oh man, uh, give me Patrick Williams for three dollars, please. <laughs> we all just went with our favorite player, our favorite team. That's what I we like just it did. though. I like it. Got to do it. Hey, he's a Blazers fan still. All right, good question. Commit to it or not? You didn't see him bob. <laughs> no, you yeah, didn't yeah. know his you, nah. you did hold up that Bucks uh, jersey on Twitter. I thought that was funny. So um, now it's Mike first pick this round. KB is second pick, and D Mills is third. It was almost reverse order. Shout out to Will to say. Audio podcast, Mike. G- give us your the thought so, process. What? Why can't I pick somebody in the same category though? That was just the rules. Like I can't pick another two dollar because you want a player from every category. You want to, every team should have a one dollar player, two dollar player, three dollar player, four dollar player, five dollar player. Why you always got to have the a rules. loophole? It's Shit. just the rules. I will take Devin Vassell for three dollars. Okay. Well, who else did you want at two? Ob Toppin. Ob Toppin. Yeah. You should have thought about that when you <laughs> were so thirsty to go get a Laker. That's on me, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm going to take um, uh, the Australian flow. Give me Josh Giddy. That's a great pick. Take my $5. Those other $5 options are cool, but Josh Giddy's the easy one for me. I like it. Um, uh, so he didn't FIBA games. He, he was looking good. Audio podcast. I'm, I'm trying to think about guard play, but also. I've, I've, right now you only have Aiden. I hate dead air. Uh, I, that's my go. biggest. I hate it. As you should. It's a I'm going to take, <laughs> take my $1 player, and I'm going to take Markel Folds. Good call. Good call. Markel, Markel's been asked to break out for four years straight. This might be the year. That's a strategy I would have took. I just didn't. I don't know. Anthony Simon. That's what I'm saying. You got to strategize. Like, a lot of money for him. There's, and somebody's going to have to take him. Same with that other number five. I purposely put a dude at number five that I knew y'all was going to be like, is he worth $5? Somebody got to take him. Uh, we need, uh, we need a new 
New I know who my next pick is. Uh, uh, well, you, you can't. You don't know who. You don't, y'all not gonna. Hey, will decide is will decide is amazing. KB has a first pick now. Oh, love. Uh, give me Scotty Barnes. Everybody's getting it. Oh, give, give me Scott, who I found out yesterday because I tuned into a stream. He's in a clan, a two K clan. Oh, okay. Let it know. Mike has a second pick. He's in a two K clan, bro. <laughs> what is it called? One. <laughs> I w- ask me what it it's th- I don't know. It's on you, Mike. I will take Mr. I know who my next pick is. I will take Bruce Brown for four dollars. Let's go. Uh give me Cam hey, Johnson running the Dad, point for me. My bad, my bad. <laughs> experience my point man. guard. Who was experienced point guard? Austin Reeves. He running the point for us. Oh, I thought you were saying Bruce Brown. No, no, no. That's why guard. I was going to draft Anthony, but I'm like, nah, we got a PG. Because what? Bruce Brown is a what position? He a wing. Yep. No, I thought, no, I thought you were going to say four. Then for $5, I'm going to take Kim Johnson. Wow. Oh, you already have Aiden, though. So you had you kind of had to go that direction. Mike Mike did so well. You had to go that direction. He didn't have to rush to five because he knew Shingun was going to fall. He didn't know that. It just happened to work out that way. He ain't okay. know that. I did know that, man. <laughs> okay. I wanted my value first. That's it. Oh, okay. <laughs> this round is the same order. KB got first. Love, Mike got second. Love. Um, Damn. Oh, uh, I'm, oh, I already took four. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and take um, uh, Christian Brown. Brown. Really? Yeah. That is interesting. Not a bad pick. I don't trust anybody else on the board, so I'm just. You don't? Nope. You don't see that dude under Jalen Johnson? Yeah, but I already. you said we've been on the team. I already have seven bigs. I have oh, Patrick do? Williams, Scotty Barnes. I can't. Patrick Williams is a big, I ain't know that. He's played a foe. I have him as a wing. I mean, well, you get what I mean. Played a foe. Slide his ass over the three and put Obi. But it's on me. Yes. It's I'll be on the, you, I'll baby. Be, I will be the one that takes Ngoon. You're this is horrible. That, that's horrible. You just, he just gave you such a big compliment for you, you to fumble. Right that guy, he was going to be there because we Nobody can't spend that him. money anymore. Nobody else could have took him. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I'm very <laughs> limited with my options anyway. Now you're actually. Because I would have <laughs> had, had to spend the money anyway. That's our point. He could have literally been your last pick. Because, because there was no way for anybody else to get him. <laughs> La dee da dee da. Uh, I'm going to use my $4 pick and take Anthony Simons. That boy got two blazers. It's true. It's true to who he is, I guess. KB get the first pick again for last round, and then it goes to the same order for the last round. Okay, then give give me um, give me oh oh oh, Obi's real name is what? Obi Wan Kenobi. It's it's like I'm looking it up. Let me give me Obi. What what does Obi stand for? Obi Toppin. What if it's just Obi though? It's not though. It's not because I've heard it before. And yeah, I've heard it too. It's, it's long as hell. Uh, I'm not gonna pronounce this name right, so I'm just not gonna try. So D Mills by default gets Jonathan Kaminga. That's two. That's a two Obadiah. Obadiah. Obadiah Tapa. No, it's not a bad name. It's very Amish, but other than that, it's not a bad name. You said D Mills get two by default. Yeah, Jalen Johnson. <laughs> D Mills. D Mills. D Mills. I get Kaminga. And Mike is going to end with Jalen Johnson. Kaminga might end up on the, on the, uh, the Blazers, like too, because they might want Drew Holiday. Yeah. So, imagine all your whole t- four of your players on the uh, Trailblazers. 
I love me some Jalen Johnson. It's all right. You distracted me because it should look good. So let's recap these players and these teams. Um, I'm gonna try to call them out by by the roster for uh, coordination. If I'm wrong with how y'all lineups constructed, let me know. D Mills at point guard is going to walk away with Markel Fultz as shooting guard. He's going to have Anthony Simons at small forward. He's going to have Cam Johnson at the four. He has Jonathan Kaminga, and at the Come five bucket. he has DeAndre Aiden. Let's get it. You almost you almost thirty. You're closer to thirty than twenty. Um, Mike, Mike says he's going to run Austin Reeves at the one. Devin Vassell at the two, Bruce Brown at the three, Jalen Johnson at the four, and Alperin Shingoon at the five. And then last but not least, we have KB, who has Josh Giddy at the one, Christian Brown at the two, Patrick Williams at the three, Scotty Barnes at the four, and Obi Toppin at the five. Ugh. That's you gotta you gotta but you got an we athletic ain't ass team. I heard we get an extra little ten dollars. They get ten extra dollars. So when you look at KB's team, you look at Derek's team, you look at Mike's team, they all have something. I'm gonna do this one more time. Let me refresh this because it's giving me the same order. And this this last round is real big. <laughs> Rigged. You're trying to prevent me from having the first overall pick again. That's crazy. D Mills does get the oh, first overall pick. It's cool. <laughs> I just want to make sure we're in the same order. And but uh, let me refresh it, because now we get an order we've had already. I'm it's sorry. It's fine. Okay, okay, okay. D-Mills might KB last. Fuck, it's not fine. <laughs> <laughs> D-Mills, you're going to pick a name. I mean, you're going gonna to pick a letter. I want you to look that fucking way because you don't like that wondering eye. Don't smack his lips like that's not true. Y'all definitely. Out of the infamous green hat. One name. What does that name say? Chet. Please talk it to the mic. Chet Holmgren. Okay. You got Chet Holmgren. That would have been real good for KB to get. It definitely would have been. Mike, stick your hand in here. Just you what you looking for? Look that way. Get a piece of paper, man. Okay, KB, you, you get whatever pick, whatever paper he didn't get. Cade Cunningham. Okay. Wow. Got me a point guard for real. New Rocket. Jalen Green. Green. Y'all, you want to make a trade, Derek? You already have a big. Damn. <laughs> right, big mouth. Um, <laughs> he was sleeping on that trade. <laughs> no, nah, I'm good. You don't want it. How you gonna construct your roster? Uh, I think Chet is skilled enough to play the four. Ooh, talk to, talk that talk, big fella. Oh, Kaminga's coming off the bench. I'm assuming. Yep. Who coming off the bench for y'all? Uh, Christian Brown. Brown, sit oh, your true. ass on the I'm bench, sorry. please. I don't hate this. I'm just saying I would have preferred the big man. That's all. I'm putting Bruce Brown on the bench. Yeah, I'm putting Bruce Brown on the bench. You didn't even think about your first overall pick, huh? <laughs> 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 In y'all opinion, who is who is the most valuable potential breakout candidate? Patrick Williams, uh, K on this board. Am I allowed to say the? Oh no, $10 not, the, not the ten dollar. Oh, not the ten dollar players. I think those are kind of like alley oops. Okay, um, I think Obi Toppin, Obi Cam Toppin. Johnson as well. I think Cam Johnson will be a high usage guy. He's now on a team where he has a lot more freedom now. He's no longer with the Suns. So y'all see his interview with JJ Reddick? Yes. No, I didn't actually. It's a real good interview. Mm-hmm. Um, he did the interview as oops, my fault. As if he was a podcaster for sure. Cutting yeah. JJ, obviously. yeah, cutting people off and stuff. <laughs> Josh um, Giddy has also shown consistency and improving every year, so I'm interested to see what he improves on this year as well. I think Giddy's the right answer of all the people yeah. out there. Aiden, Chris, obviously, Christian Braun is also. I think like, Aiden is up there too. Christian Braun, without Bruce Brown being there now, Jeff Green is also out the door. He has minutes will increase, so 
I can see Christian Braun also being in like a Brown. shock, surprising spot. What's the best case scenario for Bruce Brown with the Pacers now? Because when you look um, at Bruce Brown year with the Nuggets, it was cool. And, you talking about stats wise or like production, like what he both? Does? Because I, was, I mean, I think he got paid mm-hmm. based off a role he played in Denver that was real limited, but it was big in the playoffs. The Pacers are playing paying him to be a high feature guy on their team. I would say because he probably coming off the bench too, right? Or is he is he Shit. starting at three? He's Twenty starting million dollars. I think he might start. He's starting three. I say probably around like a little bit less than like thirteen points, around thirteen points, and then like I probably high re- like a decent amount of rebounds, assists. I probably can tell you, but high energy defense. But I imagine him just helping them get to the playoffs, and he's gonna have moments there where it's like he's doing very similar things to what he does in the Nuggets, where he's doing it on both sides of the floor. And I think one thing that would be able to stick is that consistent three point shooting because he's playing with Tyrese. Tyrese has great vision. We'll find him a lot of the time. So him being there, I think it's gonna be really good. Transition, I think he's gonna be him and Yeah, they got they got some people that's gonna get out and run. Yeah. Um they're gonna be a young, a fun, team. fun, fast team. Yes. Yeah. And we're going to Indianapolis. Yeah. All oh yeah, for All Star. Two thousand twenty five. San Francisco. San Francisco. Is that confirmed? Basically, I know they were talking about Shams it. Tweeted about yeah. it, so it, it sounds like it's pretty much that's confirmed. good because we need a w- warm weatherish place. Because these last couple years been bad. Ch- Where'd it go from Utah, Chicago, Cleveland, Utah, Cleveland? Chicago was cool. Now no, it was not. It was negative degrees. But, but think about this: though. once about we was weather. once we was done, we just drove right home. That was a plus. <laughs> that was the True. best part. That was a huge plus. Lead yeah. arena, go to your hotel, check out, drive home. And yeah, in bed before anything. Yeah, that was no great. flight, no nothing, no nothing. Uh, but no, it started in Cleveland. Cleveland, thankfully, like it, we had a fun ass time yes. in Cleveland, though. Yeah, Cleveland was super fun. Utah, and then about to be Indian. So, well, Indianapolis. Yeah, but is y'all if driving? Really, if, I was about to say, if you really want to go home, driving? I might drive it. It's, what is it's it like? Hour three hours? I want to have two hours. It's about two hours, oh. maybe more. Close I might drive it. I could. Let's just get like a sprinter van, get a, get a tour van like we did, and just drive it together, and then we could just all leave and come home. Who driving it? Because if you say sprinter van, I'm gonna watch TV in a bit. Derek, <laughs> if you drove a boat, you could drive that sprinter van. I don't oh, I'm you. sorry, it's three hours. I've taken that drive multiple times. I didn't remember being three hours. That phone, you Gen Z. Yeah, I have any, to tell you things seven. Anybody times that looking at their phone with driving, I'm not getting in your car. You Gen Z. That's the same shit y'all do. I remember we in the back. I'm we in the back coming home, uh, driving back to the hotel from somewhere. That boy on were blasting Drake on the phone. D Mills said, hey, bro, watch the road. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> yeah, he, that's one thing we don't play about. D Mills sound like somebody's daddy. Because that man had also missed his turns. <laughs> he was missing turns and shit. He so. worried about the music in the back. We already know. Bro, he be playing the craziest music, bro. Yeah. Shout out to Weezy. Groupie. <laughs> Groupie playlist on what we have. Whatever city he in, he got to play. He in Miami, he playing Bad Bunny. Literally. Never heard him play no Bad Bunny before. Yeah. We was in Texas and he was playing some shit on the um on the on the on the speaker. I'm like, "Bro, just cuz we in Texas, a Houston man got to be doing all that." <laughs> we was in Dallas and he was playing some random artists, remember? Yeah, yeah. Went out. Yep. We like, "Who the fuck is real?" He's there's artist. a Dallas artist. There's a Dallas artist. Y'all ain't up on this. Like, bro. Is that <laughs> right. Yeah. 
I've never been in a city and felt like my music had to change. He get the itinerary and be like, Dallas artist. (laughs) (laughs) I got to be in a loop. But yeah. I wonder if he went to that concert, that Drake concert. I don't think so. Because he crazy, bro. It was at least three months straight. He was like, y'all, I may or may not have tried to book uh, he tried to book the lab show around Drake concert. He said that first time, he was like, in here, he was like, ha. Ah. He said that the second time, we had a meeting, a full HOA meeting. Like, Anwar, if you say that shit one more time, <laughs> I'm going to make sure you don't go to that concert. <laughs> this meeting grief going to go for two days just so you don't go. But, yeah. Y'all seen a clip of um, it was a Eurobasket highlight where um, off a dead ball sideline out of bounds, they don't have to like give it to the, the referee ref, and stuff. They in. just go in. Oh, that's, that shit is so cool, bro. Could you imagine that like in the NBA? Sides. Oh yeah, literally. But yeah, if, if that was in the NBA, bro, that would be so fun because when I saw that, I was thinking, yeah, why should you get the opportunity to set up your defense after turning over the ball? Yeah, let, let us run. It's like it's a combination of soccer and basketball, bro. Because they try to put that into pro am. I'll be down. That'd be crazy, bro. With the team we got, you be down. Yeah, that would maybe prevent people from throwing the ball at them. No, <laughs> that's not going to do nothing. Well, the thing is, our pro am team has a live ball turnovers, not dead ball turnovers. It's the, I po- say, the man, point we, guard getting ripped up. I say, man, we could have won this game. If we want to take dumb tough, shot. bro. We, we need tough. people to stop taking dumb shots. Mike, like, who are you talking about? <laughs> is that even what he said? Because we, I didn't hear it. he would like it, it's, he, he said something at first, but then he, I kept saying I can't even hear you. So then he like, who, who, I'm just saying, who you talking about? There, you wasn't there legitimately. Something you know, something I could be on get on asses. I know how I am. I legitimately wasn't even thinking about. it. I can't remember who did what. I just remember like I remember some shots where it's like. It was some dumbass shots. But it wasn't like I was talking about my – I wasn't like a passive-aggressive thing. So when he was saying it, I'm like, what the fuck is, fuck is he talking about? What, 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 what are he getting offended for? You know what I'm saying? I pressed pause, four points, two of nine shooting. Oh, so he <laughs> he told on himself. He, he, felt, he felt some type of I way. never would have known he was shooting two for nine if he didn't react that way. Oh. I legitimately think Tyler may have took like a crazy leaning mid-range shot that kind of sparked me to say that, if if I'm not mistaken. Or Kyron may have drove on and did a layup of three people or something. But I he had to take a shot, but it was so long ago. It was so it was like a whole Nah, this is why I said it because it was one time I took a bad shot, but it was only because it was like two seconds left on the shot clock, so I just took it up. You told me it was ten seconds. No, no, listen, no, 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 no. It was two shots. You probably don't remember, but it was one shot I took. It was a late late shot clock shot, and it was like a bad shot. It was like a spin jumper or some shit. He was like, Oh man, we gotta find better shots. And I'm like, Oh no, no. <laughs> I said he's tired. You said something like that, and then it was that next time I took a three, and I guess they had got there, and I thought I was going to be open. He was like, oh, man, we got to get a better shot than that. And then after the game, you followed up like, man, we just taking dumb shots. And I was like, bro, who are you talking to? We take a Because I try to take smart shots. Like, we I try to dumb shots. You know what you show dumbest shots be? What? And I know it really, it don't, it, it irk one person the most. Who? Because he'll say this. The center has his badge on. The center has oh his badge. 
You go up on that center and KB be like, him and Kyron, bro. Center has his like, bad. No, Kyron is worse. Center has his bad. is worse though. Kyron is worse because they he... got rim take and they trying to dunk on him. <laughs> You're just not gonna do it, bro. This is for the next minute and a half. There's no layups. All right, let's go play the game. Center has his badge on, Based guys. On I'm like, oh hell no. Oh man. Yeah, you can't really score nobody when they got their badge on. No way. Yeah, it's just almost impossible. Let's go hit some jump shots. Let's have some. That'd screens. be crazy because they be scoring on us. I'm not even throwing shots at you, but it's been plenty of times. What time. the fuck? No, that ha- that's a. No, it's not. I'm just saying. Nobody else plays center. Right. But listen, in 2K, <laughs> and it's just not even this 2K. It'd be times where the center have his badge and be like, what the hell? How the hell is he making that? It'd be a little guard that's greening a layup over some shit. I'm not justifying why I do it, but I've seen this shit happen Since in 2K I before. Since I switched builds, I have been dominant on both sides. That's true. I'll be walking away from them games like me and KB did our part. But last game we That's played, crazy. I had like twenty and eighteen, and we lost. I'm like, damn, not much I can, not much more I can do. I I can't put up twenty, and we have forty six points. The only the one time it was my fault is when I came with the other build. But now I'm sticking to that that dude who dunk everything. I'm not giving you less than twenty if 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 it's, if it's needed. Stop playing with me, man. I was shooting twenty five percent from three. I went to that build. We up to about 36. There you go. <laughs> Nobody. I wonder, I wonder what the average, you know how there's NBA average, which is like 36% from okay. there. I wonder what the pro-am average is. Because it's got to be low. Yeah, I, be because, seeing, I be seeing motherfuckers like 50, 60. But I think just in that's, the grand scheme, it's probably Mike, Mike Wayne said that like, you're supposed, they're trying to make it a realistic shooting average this year. I so if like you're shooting 35, 40, they said that's pretty damn good. When you see those. Those be the people that be 2-0. They literally play two games yeah. and they shoot mm-hmm. 60%. Also, it was a time where I was shooting like 60% in Pro-Am because I just was only taking like maybe one or two a game and I would hit one or it two. It definitely don't tell you how many. It don't tell you how many they take. Which is, yeah, that's a good point. Because somebody, we may see a power four shooting 80% not knowing he took literally three. Three, yeah. Or 75%. He made three out of the four. And it's like, what the hell? But yeah. I do like my new build a little bit more. Now he was changed, that now, that I, now that I changed my jumper. You what what changes did you make to the builds? He took uh, his rebounder down because he said he's seen you and Mike, so he don't. And it's like, yeah, we never was looking at you to be a rebound. <laughs> yeah. So I was just like, yeah. And I, I mainly played a three sometimes or the four. It seems like it fluctuates switches, but that that build just wasn't good at rebounding. So I just said it not even to do it. Um, and I just I added a little bit more to, like, Ball handling. Um, so I just added a little attributes at here and there, everywhere else. Okay. Oh, so you and my three is game. higher. You play 2K? Oh, no. Uh-uh. The clicker. You be watching us? Well, who the best 2K player? Stop playing on me, Mike. No, I'm just playing. Without him having a microphone, I... I Oh, true. I have a lot of responsibility I got to do. No, he's not the leader. He's definitely not the leader. He plays the position, but he's not the he's not the leader. Best play, uh, best overall on the court, highest overall on the court. That don't mean a damn <laughs> clearly. That mean you played it. You that mean you a game head. I, I I do feel for Mike though. I do feel for Mike because every year historically I've been our point guard. I know how it is when you're getting ripped by them locks and shit like that. Um. That shit, they be like, man, it was like, damn, they be trying to talk about it. I be like, bro, if y'all want to try this point guard shit, 
Because usually they put the best defense. They put their lock on you. Probably you know who defense. talks so much? Who? Tyler. Yeah. We've seen him be the point guard. He needs to shut up when you get ripped. Because I'll be here. Even when y'all I would see six for six for 10 yards. What the hell are they doing? That boy throwing nothing Justin but. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. But Tyler, we've seen Tyler at point guard. That Remember that little point guard he had? Well, we yeah. don't have Tyler for a month. Tyler's going on. Oh, yeah. Uh, for the y'all at home, Tyler's our homie that's in the military, so he has to go away for like a month and a half, he said. Um, so, yeah, open roster spot, Derek. Okay. Full time, power yeah, forward. Yeah, actually, we got it, yeah, because Tyler has been filling a void for you and John. Because John, because of the how late we play, because I'm a dad and I got to put the baby away at 9, John has a real job, like a 9 to 5, so he can't play until midnight. That He'll get off right before we start playing, and then it's like, all right, who who's the next dude? Is it? Kyron? Is it, you know? Sometimes Derek? I'm a questionable late night gamer. Because I'll start falling asleep and I just won't. The shot quality goes down. Sometimes you'll be one to get on that game. I've never fell asleep. He called you. He said, I'm watching the, he said, I'm watching the Steelers game. The score was like 21 to 3. I was locked in. Everybody had to send Austin home with one of those. Oh, Derek, how do you feel about our trade four days later? Oh, yeah. I haven't, there's nothing's happened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> other, other than you now have the perception you have any of remorse? other people, I like it. You so, know, you know what's fucked up, right? What you play me this week? Yeah. So but the I people at home, Saquon, I think you had a player. You had a player play on Thursday too. My kicker, this the Lions kicker. He's yeah, he scored. put up ten points. Yeah, we um, when you get ten from your kicker, that's just we do fantasy football. He should have more, but they they called a penalty on one of his kicks, and so they tried to score. Oh. Um. This is our second year as a friend group doing it. And basically the whole first year there were zero trades. The trade me and Derek just made a couple of days ago is basically the first trade in the history of our league, which is crazy. I hate the fact, and I'm not saying y'all here specifically, but just in general how we play fantasy and everybody's afraid to make a move. Everybody is afraid. And this is when we play fantasy basketball, too. I am always the person making trades. And I've lost a fair amount of trade. Like, when you won the championship, when I you said I traded you, Rudy Gobert, I lost that trade. But I'm happy I took the chance. People are so afraid to take the chance. John has four starting running backs on his team and zero good wide receivers. (laughs) I'm like, talk to me. Wait, John has four running backs? Go look at his running backs. Or maybe I'm thinking of Kyron. It might be one one of them. He don't be knowing who's his team. But that's the problem. That's the problem. So even if you don't know, let's look at the the stats of the players there. You can afford to give up at least one of your running backs because you want one of insurance. Okay, you want three running backs, whatever. Let's talk about the one you want to get rid of. John is wild for his name. Yes, too, it, by the and way. it's always been that Kyron way since we were eighteen. Has a bunch of running backs. John but to does. Kyron's, to Kyron's defense, he has a lot of injured running backs too. Austin Eckler is doubtful. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamal Williams is on. The I IR. tried to trade for Austin Eckler. He's not giving you him. He's, uh, he's not giving me anybody. I tried to trade every single one of his running backs. That's a starter because I think he's got one dude that I don't. I don't know nothing about. Um, I tried to put together a package for him. Like okay. Whichever one you're most likely or want to give up the most, let's chat. Let's at least chat. If nothing comes of it, that's fine. But have the conversation at least. And they don't want to do the, – these motherfuckers ain't got no wins, and they don't well, want to make – you know, Derek John is, is stubborn as hell, Derek too, is 0-3, and Derek made a decision. His team is not going to be good unless he makes a, a trade. So he did. These other dudes are bad and just want – accept the fact that they're bad, bro. Just shake it up. I'm going to text Kyra right now. He's not going to do anything. 
Because even Mason offered him a trade. He said, yeah, Mason trade kind of decent. Okay, what are you doing about it then? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying make trades with me specifically, but do have conversations, bro. This shit is it's not even a, a money league. <laughs> you don't it's lose not, anything by yeah, losing. It's not a money league. Kyra don't watch football. He don't know who these players are. Mike but, won last year. He don't even got bragging rights. There's no bragging rights. This, this because, league because, is for fun. I didn't even know. I, I thought I lost he, in the finals, because honestly. Because he won on a fluke. <laughs> DeMar Hamlin is why you won. DeMar Hamlin's supposed to play Sunday, too. Shout out to DeMar Hamlin. DeMar Hamlin is why you won. If DeMar Hamlin situation doesn't happen, Joe Burrow gets me my points. My Speculation. points. Speculation. You thought Joe Burrow was finna get nine points? It's possible. No. It's impossible. Just like it's possible for him to get 12. Yeah, they want this year. He ain't have a bad calf. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> I just I want people, and again, the homies don't be watching this, except for Terrence. Terrence watches. But Terrence has been trying to make trades. Like yes. me and him had negotiations. It Everybody on my team is available for the right price. I, that's the same way I am, P. Everybody's available. Ain't a single. I traded Stephon Diggs. That that right, should let yeah. you know everybody's available. That was my number. That was my first round draft pick. I traded needed, him away. Needed some depth. Needed some depth because I lost Nick Chubb. I lost J.K. Dobbins. So I was like, hey, I need some. I need running back play. And I got Kenneth. Walker I have Josh Jacobs. You got Kenneth Walker and um, um Amari Cooper. Amari Josh Cooper, Jacobs yeah. don't interest you. I don't know. I would have to look into. I don't know anything about him right now. Look into him. Look into okay. him. Um, I had thought I received your defense in this trade. I think that was my first offer. That was your first offer. I did not include it in my second. Uh-oh. 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 Uh, <laughs> Dang. I was looking at my defense. I was like, why the fuck is this Bronco shit still in <laughs> <laughs> Mon Colorado, yeah, you're going to have a better chance of winning this week, D-Mills, because Saquon, I think, is, is He's still questionable. Okay, if we talking Josh Jacobs. Very doubtful. Because it's Josh Jacobs only like a player that I need to be giving up the farm for. Hell no. So what? So we're talking Josh Jacobs because you tried to give me Aaron Jones and he got five carries last night or the other night. And well, they got their ass bust. He, he got five carries. That means he should have got more. <laughs> so if we talk Actually, to Josh no, Jacobs, I, 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 I'm just, no, you don't. Let me run see. the ball if you get your ass. Bust. Yeah, you're trying, trying to make. Let me look back at your team, but hold on. Who was you offering up? Who you giving up? Terrence had DeAndre oh, Swift available. on the bench. Everybody, well, what's your record? I picked this two and one. No, okay. no, I'm sorry. I meant David Montgomery. I'm oh, David. yeah. But like, and then he tried to say, "Oh, Kenny, you should accept trade." But David Montgomery's a good player. He's not giving you 35. Don't don't give me his career high game and say you should have traded for him. You got trade. the same shit. Yeah, trade Hoster. players when they high. And I wasn't looking at that. Said, "Oh, he about to do the same thing next week and a week after that." That would be a. I would be a jackass he to, GM. He, he got to go to Kyron and John to do that. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally, I I would take David Montgomery right now though. I would take him, but he was the he shit he was Stephon offering. Diggs. He wanted Stephon Diggs. No. Give me Jerry Judy. Uh, if you want Jerry Judy, you got to wait till after this week because he plays the Bears. I damn near see a fire <laughs> on CD Lamb. I'll do Josh Jacobs for Jerry Judy. Give me Tony Pollard for CD. Um, Jer- Jerry Judy. I love me has, some Jerry. Has been hit or miss this season. Um, he he missed the first week, but he's going again. He's going against the Bears, which is like. One of those receivers is about to have a crazy day. It's going to be one of them. I wonder if this game going to be good, the, the Broncos versus the Bears. Like, Is, this is gonna, it going to be good? No. Yeah, they just lost not. by well, – how much they lose by? 100. And they came out and they said, you're the favorite against the Bears. <laughs> but I still feel like two bad teams going against each other could still produce a good game. I think, I think good this game. will be a good game. I think it will be a good game. It's so much pressure on both of these teams. Whoever loses this game, they have to, like, blow it up. That'd it's, be, like, confirmed that this team is going to look Especially if one of them blow the other one out. Yeah. Then it's just like, yeah. yeah. But you know what? You know what else could happen? 
this could be a mid-off where it's a three to Throw six game. A three to s- that mean both of them. The Bron- Broncos. Up. Haven't the Broncos put up points, though? Like, didn't they put up, like, 27 last week, even though they gave up 70? I think it was 20, yeah. Yeah, so that's more than the Bears have been yeah. putting up. So The Bears' offense just make you mad, bro. The Bears haven't put up 24 since last year. They be down two touchdowns. They be, it be third and ten screen pass. I read a newspaper, yeah, because they were saying how Russell Wilson is who the Bears wanted back when he was getting traded for the Seahawks, and he hasn't been on shit. And they was basically saying, like, we would have been fucked because we would have gave him so much money. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he has one of the most unmovable contracts in the NFL. A QB I want no, I'm sorry. One of the most unmovable contracts in all of sports. Mm, more unmovable than... Uh, no, he got moved. He got moved. So it's not, uh, not unmovable. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out who's an unmovable baseball player. Like, who's who's making some big-ass money? Um, Hunter Renfro, um, the Hunter Renfro contract. How much you make? I don't know. Mike Trout get moved. If they say you want Mike Trout, team's gonna say hell yeah, yes, we want Mike Trout. Yeah. yeah, I hope not. Bring his ass to the Chicago White Sox. I'll get a Trout jersey if he did. Probably knowing the knowing the White Sox history. No, probably. Did y'all see that? For real? Derek was saying, ain't got a, oh, you was there when he was saying yeah. that, I think. When it was for $4, the tickets? Yeah. I think it's crazy how. I don't even want to waste my money. I thought it was crazy how <laughs> Travis. <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah. No, that's bad value. You you had fun, though? <laughs> you went with your girl? All right, your girl. Duh. Uh, it was crazy seeing how Travis Kelsey and. Um, Taylor Swift announced that they were dating, and then his is that, wait, did they announce that they were dating? I I well, they, they were, were they were together, and then his right. tick his um X. jersey this jersey sales went up four hundred percent. Yeah, I'm just like, damn, Taylor his Swift podcast ha- is number one now. Yeah. His podcast was number two before, so it's not like they was they was. But the four the four hundred percent on his jersey sales is yeah, crazy. That's, that's, like they the sold Swift, more tickets and yeah, everything. The Swifties mm-hmm. decided, yeah. yeah, the Swifties decided to ride. That they said we finna get your man jersey. Yep. That's it's crazy. It's a the curse. ex-girlfriend shit is the craziest. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know that. Shit. What yeah, was the ex-girlfriend? Oh, uh, they was like, Are you saying, it's nothing to do with Taylor. I, I mean, I did have him first. Yeah. Um, oh man, this is embarrassing to watch. It's a, it's a blessing and a curse because if, if they Did break again? up, yeah, she said. But I think I, the interview was good up until what she said that type of shit. Um, I knew she was talking about. Didn't she say like he was a cheater and something like that? Yeah. Check your phone. Um, Once you say that, though, it's just like. It's a blessing to curse because if they don't work out, then he automatically is going to have all of those Swifties yeah. hating him because she's going to write a song about it because that's yeah. what she does. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that's so, 400% of Jersey sales. That shit's still clear. A Travis, <laughs> a Travis Kelsey made song mm. after a breakup. Ross, I got to hear it. I saw a, um, a tre- uh, not a trend, a tweet on Twitter. They were trying to predict what the song title would be. Hmm. And none of them were really good. They were all football references. Yeah. About break, like, and break up and I haven't seen together. her previous breakup song titles to be able to tell what her flavor Just is. Just go look at her album and How read many the titles. How many songs you know? One. 
and that was she. He wears wear short shorts. I wear t-shirts. I'm probably aware of other ones, but I don't know that they're her. That's the one I know for sure. She's one of those artists where if I hear her song, I I remember it because they're so trendy. But like, I definitely. She has an album called Lover. Mm-hmm. The Man. Okay. That sounds like a breakup song. I think he knows. Okay. <laughs> That's another song. <laughs> Soon you'll get better. Okay. <laughs> you need to calm down. Oh, shit. Bro, every song <laughs> is just making him more and more just like it's blowing nice his to, mind. It's nice oh. to have a friend. We will never ever get back together. That's oh. obviously a breakup. And we so. will. That's one I know too. Um, but yeah, together. it's kind of crazy how many of them she has. And yeah, um, she got that uh, Forever Twenty One music. You're sure. you're on your own, kid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Karma. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. That's got to be a breakup song. You go right where you left me. Oh yeah, definitely a breakup song. <laughs> Why is there so many? Shut he up, has that Patrick say. Mahomes. Look what you made me do. Improvisation. <laughs> <laughs> Featuring Drake. Yeah. No wonder the Swifties love him. She make I think they about to be passing out bracelets hey, at the next game or so. If we want to get to number one. We got to get Taylor Swift on the pod? We just have to be we just have to fans. Yeah, we got to be fans. Oh, okay. If that, that don't work. We do barbs next week. Ooh, no. After that, <laughs> the beehive. Beehive. Let's do a March Madness bracket of Taylor Swift song. <laughs> oh. I was thinking we should do another one of those. That's it's too weird. late. The season's about to start now. We should have did it two in months March. ago when it was nothing to talk about. True, true. We got to do it in March when it's top. Or just do it as extra content. I mean, it don't have to replace the show. It could just be some new stuff. Do y'all remember who won off the Drake? Because we did. And we did one. We did one Thursday. Who won this off that is, Kanye this, one? That's we because did. we also did remember. one that, that shit was we, so long ago. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, the Kanye one? one. I don't remember who won or which remember song we, won. Another popular one we did was uh, we compared players to the rappers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That was like our, one of our first viral videos. Was it? Yeah. You came up with that? I don't remember. I don't remember either. You know, I, I remember, remember doing it, but you I don't know remember who came up with that. That was probably you. Yeah, it was me. I said you came up with that, so you can be like, no, that was you. Oh. We went through a um a transformation thing with Derek on, on my stream yesterday. Uh-huh. Where we were watching old old through the wire where it was um on the HOH YouTube channel. Yeah. And we were, I was going just throughout the history and looking at his fits and how he came to the show. HOH shirts and shit. Portillo shirts. Oh, this is still Portillo's yes, on HOH. Okay. Um You've come a very long way. Oh, you're talking about when we first... Yeah, before this channel existed, when we were doing everything in that first apartment still. Maybe this is why I got this DM. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. He said, as a bigger guy, do you have any tips on dressing? Been watching the pod for about three seasons now, and you've been putting that shit on, not going to (laughs) lie. What tips did you reply? I just said fashion over. Derek, I think... Yeah, Derek's happy birthday to Ivan. Ivan, happy birthday, brother. Every stop on your tour, you've had Fashion Nova on, correct? Yeah. You need that deal. They, they won't give me the bag, though. Have you mm. DM'd them? Yeah, I've tagged them and everything. Have you emailed them? them? Oh, yes. yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, he said he got the email. I thought you meant you were just that. tagging them. No. Come on, they tripping. Yeah, we got to get on that. I, I know. I'm Every every time somebody asks me about my fits, I ask them, tell them, Fashion Nova. I knew you was locked close. in because we met. Maybe you should start gatekeeping there. We met <laughs> we met Brody at, at Toronto at the store, and he was there because, like, I like them shorts, man. I'm oh, Fashion yeah. Nova. And he was like, and oh, was yeah. Like, yeah. 
I was like, look at these. Oh, you've been on this side a lot. If you could right. see no, the shorts. I have those shorts. No, oh, I have the exact same yeah, one. Yeah, he, that boy yeah. is crazy. He, it's definitely a good site if you're a bigger dude and you're looking to be, like, fashionable. Because, like, a lot of the designer brands and other brands, they don't really go up to our size. But Fashion Nova definitely do. And they have plus-size models wearing them. So, like, you get to see how this big dude looking at. So, you'll be <laughs> like, oh, okay, bet. That fit him. fit him tight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I like love the way his Like the way he's looking them. <laughs> <laughs> that should remind me. I don't know how Amazon got that thing where you could like try out. Yeah, put it in your room. It was like how does look oh, in yeah, your room. See that. I've never done it though. You do it? You got to. Oh. I never done it before. I always see the option though. No, I've, yeah, I've done it before. I'm like, let me see how this. How I don't think I've ever. Is. I don't think I've ever bought clothes off Amazon. No, 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 no. It's not clothes. It's like furniture. It's like furniture. Oh, furniture. Okay. Yeah. It's crazy how that stuff works, man. Because you know you don't know how high something, so you might look at this little TV stand. Yeah, and you might want to see how high it's gonna be or how mm-hmm. wide it's gonna be, and it'll put you could put it against the empty wall and be like, oh, okay, yeah, this work. I've also done that and be like, man, this lit ass desk, y'all, y'all advertising <laughs> like this. I'm waiting on my my packages to come tomorrow, man. I got a lot coming in, so I can get my 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 shit ready for this season. The, the, the streaming stuff is hard, bro. Yeah, I just went and bought. I don't want a game. You know what I'm saying? You said you want to. I just want to chat, and yeah. I feel like there's, for me right now, there's a ceiling to how long I can do that without myself getting bored. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? What you be talking about? Shit. <laughs> Literally, whatever they talk about in the chat, I, I piggyback off and talk about it for some time, and then the next thing pop up, and I talk about oh. it for some time, and that's how we got to watching the old Derek videos and stuff. So okay, um, I look at old, I look at my old fist. I'm like, damn, why did I have it on? Yeah. I do too. You do too. <laughs> to you. Oh, like, I like, why was he wearing hyper dunks to the podcast that said uh, humble beast? Humble beast. Humble beast. Those was clean. I fucked. They were the hoop Not to he come. Said in. the hoop Not to go out in. There, we finna go get something to eat. All right, let me put on my hyper. T- <laughs> <laughs> I remember when we was out with RDC and KB was like. You're the only one here that has like no like you don't you there's no drip to you. You just look <laughs> Wait, like, Mike was there? No, you did. No, oh, I'm was Mike, Mike there? Was there. Probably, yeah. And you I had said to that be. about Where you. Where was Ooh, we at? We when we was hooping with RDC, we was like walking the subway or something. Yep, shit. I remember exactly. Yep, KB I remember was like, look at everybody here, bro. You the only one that don't have no sort of like Oh, drip so Omar was with us. Yeah, yeah, we was walking. Yep. That's crazy, cause I feel like most of us didn't have drip. This was gauchos. This is when we was at Gauchos. Because like now the RDC boys also have leveled up, but they, it wasn't like they was out there. With you know the thing drip. with Derek though. Back then, is Derek? It, it's one thing to have a drip because I mean it's like yeah. Now we win Dior and all type of stuff, but back then Derek would literally just have on anything. <laughs> yeah, true. Anything. It didn't have Did to it fit? match. I got. I put it yeah, on. Yeah, it was yeah. just like I'm just wearing this. This is a Burger King shirt with uh, a fucking Reebok sweatpants. Orange socks. Yeah. And them big ass hyperdunks. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh. That was around before that though, we were still we had you no were last now. That's fine with me. That's so you how bad your stuff was because Mike didn't look so bad. Once you <laughs> up your shit, he stands out now. Once you said, Hey, ain't no more of this. Now Mike is just like Cause I, we were looking at episodes of you and this was recent. Where you had um might even been this hoodie and some green pants. And we dookie like, green ones. We like, bro, what the fuck does he have on right now? Some Nike sweatpants. Okay. <laughs> and and, and I, I is also so quick to judge somebody. I only judge people that I love. Okay. I don't think that's true. 
That's very true. We you judge people all the time. Who? Bro, every t- last time we went to a city, we just be walking around. These are people you've never seen before. Uh-oh. You be judging them. Uh-oh. Give me an example. Uh-oh. Okay, give me an we'll example. We be in New York. Man, a lot of people around here, they got shoe game like that. That's a good, that's a that's still, ju- it's still, that's still judging. It's still judging. So, so complimenting somebody is considered judging now? You're right. If I say, damn, people are fashionable here, he's judgy as fuck. That's a judgmental <laughs> dude. Y'all, y'all both are correct. He's taking it to way too literal. Number one, yeah. we've been in New York together. In and by four, I haven't been to New York I've definitely like three heard years. this man judge somebody before. I have to. Okay, so give me an example. I think that's normal human things. We all judge. Your people. best example, I didn't want to jump in and say, was Toronto, the dude on the ground, ambulance. What do we? What what do we do? He was he was being judged by everyone in Toronto at that time. I, I was just trying to see what the hell was going on. Oh, yeah. the one who yeah, the dude who was. What okay, were we talking about? I publicly judge the people that I love. Is that better? Is yeah. that a better sentence. Mm. I'm not arguing with you. Because if I didn't give a fuck about you, why would I? Why would I tell to your face that fit was ass? You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying you got to be dressed. I'm not dressed. I'm not dressed. I'm out here to work, but you ain't gonna see me in no motherfucking orange and blue at the same time. I'm damn sure not going to the live be, show in San Francisco. I be looking with good in it. <laughs> no, nah, I was. I was. I, I'll admit, I was. I was wrong for that. I was foul. I, I don't think that you have to be Gucci Dior up. No, when you you came in here with a decent fit recently with the enjoy when you had the black enjoy basketball hoodie and you had the black jeans. The, the emergency Regular. episode, people said that was your best fit. And you just wore all black everything. It was literally all literally. black hats. Bro, I no 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 no. People said like it's right at least now, one person in the episode. <laughs> And I think that's fine, but I think when you get, the, when you get down to the, pa- the pants and shoes, I think it's Two shades a, it's of brown is off. cool, but it's like you got dark brown with white with some splash of red, a pink. Is that pink under the pink brim? It's pink, a clean. Pink. Did Naron get you that? Yeah. Pink pink I might be seeing Naron tomorrow because I'm going to Detroit. He's like, let's go to lunch. I said, if I get there in time. Then you got beige with black logo. I think this. You don't have all the fine. colors on your body don't have to match exactly. No, but fast. they have to like. They got to go together. But I don't think any. What I well, I guess the pink is low, but nothing is like crazy. Yeah, is, oh, I think the pink is fine. I I, I just think I don't the, think the shoes. I don't think the shoes go with the fit. That's that, all. That brown, I don't think compliment with the brown on your hoodie. That's all. No, he got to turn it around. Turn show the back of the hat. Now we do because it's got that. <laughs> you look like a cool rebel. <laughs> Everybody for the ditch class. We're about to drop the like enjoy basketball hats, and they were asking, "Do do I want to send it to y'all?" And I was like, "Only person that wears hats is Pierre." They definitely ask I me wear for hats my sometimes. That very one, rarely. Uh, your girlfriend put a picture of her story of you wearing that hat. I was like, "Oh, his little head ass." Oh, I gotta follow your girlfriend. What you got on Instagram? This. Yeah, we getting back. Why? Why'd you follow this girlfriend for? He don't know. Why? What do you? I wait. What? Why would you be following his girlfriend? I follow all of y'all girlfriends. I follow every girlfriend in our friend group. But he, for him to not know is crazy. I don't That's know why crazy. he wouldn't know. Mike also don't use Instagram. So he really right, wouldn't yeah. know. Yeah. That's, I look at the reels on Instagram. That's, that's not really it. using it, though. Because when was the last time that's you uploaded? Thing. The real, I, I do not go on TikTok, so that's why I see my little TikTok version. Oh. How, how do I... How, how do I find your girlfriend's Instagram without you either you telling me or she telling me? Oh, so she told you on Instagram? This what? getting a little. This getting <laughs> no, a little crazy. 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 Me and me and his girlfriend had a good conversation at Mason's party about anime. Y'all was it, yeah. Yeah, we was talking about anime and stuff. I mean, y'all was lipped, yeah. Right, now he tripping. <laughs> <laughs> was anime y'all was talking about? Oh, like a shit ton. Uh-uh. And she was telling me how Mike be falling asleep on the good parts. 
Yeah, so what if she was saying she needs somebody to stay up? <laughs> <laughs> When people went home, she said that this is not anime, but they were watching Invincible, uh-huh. and Mike fell asleep during the first episode. That's all. For people that know, let, let but let them tell it. They fall asleep with the TV off, and they gotta have it all. Uh... No, no, no. <laughs> we was laying on the. I remember we was on the couch, and oh, I fell okay. asleep on the couch. Okay, I wasn't going to bed. What um, what's the biggest difference you've seen in your lifestyle being with your girl now? Probably not like on my phone as much, I would say. Because mm, you ain't got to. Never mind. What you. Oh. Uh, he's about to say what D Mill said on the, on the stream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I don't do that no more. Oh, uh, bugging. Uh, yeah. Y'all crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's good. You eat out less or eat out more? It's, it's either way with the relationship. Well. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I say it's probably like both. I mean, I feel like we do go out because it's just like quick. Like, do you want to grab something to eat? But I probably do make a lot more stuff at home too, though. Does she cook a lot too? She cooks most of that shit. Oh, I mean, I'll cook just whenever if it's like some simple shit or she's like she's chilling. I'll cook something if I'm in the mood. But usually, like we'll go to the store and she be making, she be throwing down. She so you saying if y'all had a cook off, she'll wash you? Yes. If you and Angie had a cook off, who would wash it? Derek is winning. I would win. I cook all the time. Yeah, uh-huh. I think Derek is winning that. Angie doesn't cook. I'm also winning in my relationship. For real? I'm winning. By far? Both of y'all? Like, would I, it be close? I think I'm I feel like I'm I'm more creative in the kitchen. Okay. Where where I can just do some shit and it work. Mm-hmm. I feel like the thing is I know how to cook. I know how to cook. Okay. So now if I'm saying if you give us a random shit, who gonna make it like a, a box create a mystery box? Yeah, probably see, not. See, that's that that's how she be getting down. She, if she can get down like yeah, that, I can't do that either. That would be interesting. Getting a random mystery box and just see who can make the best. But dish when it comes to reality TV, in my opinion, there's no better reality TV than cooking shows. I do. I do love a good um, Gordon Ramsay show. I think Gordon Ramsay has some. Of the, I think Hell's Kitchen is really good mm-hmm. when he goes to kitchens and he's like, "Shut it down." <laughs> Cause they they fucking shit up or it's nasty. They like I do love that type of stuff. Yeah, I, I like to see home cooks do crazy shit and be like, oh snap, I could have done that. He, yeah, you know I like what it's in a big like warehouse kitchen, and you gotta run and go get the ingredients. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, you got the time, mm-hmm. and they gotta it's, be like, I think yeah, Master Chef is like that too. Yeah, Master Chef used to be my, my favorite. My mom be watching something. We was watching yeah. something. It's always somebody is trying to do something extra. They had one challenge, like just make a burger and fries. Yeah, and it, somebody had to do something over the time. It was like, this is going to be my twist. It's going to be. Exotic. I love seeing the evolution of some and the dude cooks was like, in those you shows. Did too much. <laughs> you can see the evolution of some cooks in those shows because they'll start off kind of okay, and then you'll see them gradually get better and better with every dish, and they start to wow the judges, and they they like sitting there, they actually learning as they're doing this, and it's. I think those are like some of the best stories. What's the best thing you can cook? Hmm. Where if you was trying to, let's just potentially say you were meeting Angie's parents for the first time, and you wanted to cook, you want so you want a good first impression with something oh. that you like, man. I know I'm, I know I'm right with this. Some steaks, some good homemade mashed potatoes from scratch. Mm. And oh, then, you make homemade? Okay. Then I'm gonna hit you with some sort of like vegetable, like some broccoli or either like a sautéed version of something, mm. like a mixture. Like I, I like I can make a mean steak. 
Got to baste it with the butter and the herbs. It's a real good. Mm-hmm. Are you the type of cook that you cooking my steak, scratching your ass, flipping the steak? No. <laughs> or Dude, I, ha- I have to wash my hands I after to touching yeah, I, everything. I, yeah. It's such a yeah, it's such a habit. I'll, I hate it, bro. Angie's always like, "Why is there so many paper towels?" I'm yes, like, literally. Because I've, I've washed my hands Dina, so many times. When I, I be making steaks, so they like dry. Or I need to moisturize right after I'm done with everything. When I be making steaks, I seen in this video, whatever. What I, so say you base, you know how you do both sides, or whatever. Yeah. You still have like the little fatty part. Yeah, you're supposed look. to render the fat. Well, no, what I be doing is like, so I'll tilt the pan, I'll put butter in it, and it's like it's still got like a little oil in it, whatever. It. Yeah, like I'll just have it like I'll tilt the pan so it's just sitting in there, and it'll I'll do it for like a minute straight, so it'll kind of cook do you it. Like use a spoon and like splash the butter on it. That's what I mean by basting it. Yeah, I think With he's trying to say he cooks that fat. Oh. I cook the fat in the the oil slash butter. Yeah, I, I do that too. Like you. when you cooking, when I cook chicken, I, I cook chicken. I don't really make steak, right? But you cook it on both sides. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you do that. This part of the that chicken ain't getting as burnt or crispy as I want it. Yeah. So I'll pick up with my clamps and I'll press it down yeah. on yep. that side part that is getting neglected on. You know, because if you're on back and stomach. Yep. The sides is exposed, so it's getting cooked, but it's not as cooked as the rest of the chicken. So then you press that bitch down, and I got like a, I got a cast iron that got like, and so I just sometimes I'll be like listening to us talk, and I think that it's one fuckers that be listening to us just talk about anything. We're talking about how we unprofessionally make. Chicken Did you, bro? Steak. One of the one of the comments from the last that was like, uh, I just lately I just been skipping the uh, basketball talk. I go right to the after show. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> He said it because there was nothing to talk about. Yeah. So. No, sometimes I think about our podcast. I'd be like, I would definitely skip to this part. Because, no, I was, this is how you know I'm getting grown. Because I bought, like, so I already had a pots and pans or whatever. But it was just like, I needed, like, a set. Like, I still never had a set. And so I got one recently, and it had, like, 15 pieces of it. I was like, hell yeah, I need this. <laughs> hell yeah, I need we this. We had got an ice maker a little while ago, and I was so excited for an ice maker, bro. I, bro, I need one of those too. Yeah. Have y'all used the fondue maker? No, Mm-mm. I don't got no fondue maker. I think I bought I bought y'all one off y'all registry. We have not, it's so much stuff that we got on the registry is still sitting in boxes. Like we have a Aisha oh. Curry's pots and pans just sitting. Like we sit, ain't had the time or want to put the effort into to using a lot of the shit yet. Yeah, there's gee problems there. Motherfucker just be putting shit on there. Don't even need it. Don't, don't, need it. don't hey, look at her. I ain't put shit <laughs> on there. One day just, they use it though. I don't even know what fondue is. You got to dip it in it. It's like, yeah, yeah, I thought it was cheese. Yeah, I don't like okay. But I think you have chocolate too. Yeah. Okay. But it's just like the little. Red like a fountain. got fondue. Or it's just when like you oh, stick. Oh, no. We, she might have used that when the girls were over. Oh. She might have used that when the girls were over. over. Um, Because it was. We definitely had a shit ton of like. um, Chocolate or cheese? Cheese. Just, just buckets of it. <laughs> and it's just it was just, it's disgusting to me. Mm. What's disgusting to you? Too too much cheese. Cleaning out some cheese that's like were you trying to wash out uh, a bowl no, that had a bunch of cheese in it? Not me. Mm. Yeah, you don't do that. Mm. I do the dishes. Oh, you don't also eat cheese. So. I don't eat cheese. <laughs> There's no reason. Yeah. We no. recently started going to um Radhead. couples counseling. Mm. So. Which is what that has to do with cheese? Uh, nothing. Oh, um, I thought you were gonna say something like, um, yeah. I was in there saying I hate how she uses the cheese, <laughs> and it's been it's been it's been cool. Like you know what I'm saying? I think that counseling in general. That's why I don't like talking to Kyra. What Kyra I say? Let's do a trade. What's so damn special about my team? Everybody want to trade with me? LOL. 
Not, bro, you suck. Tell him his team is ass and he should be looking to make trades. Oh, my God. He's so random. I think um, therapy slash counseling or whatever always gets like a bad rap. I think it's starting to change now where people feel more comfortable. I think it's more so the older generation that it's like a stigma to them. Especially when it comes to men, right? Yeah. (laughs) There's this TikTok. It was like um, it's this guy who uh, is like he's playing the role of a manly man. He say, don't call into work sick. Die at work. Be a man. And he does shit like that. Um, Be a man is how he ends it all. Uh, but yeah, everybody, you know, it used to be so macho. I don't want to talk about my feelings and shit like that. When reality, they be dealing with a lot of shit that they, Hell don't, yeah, bro. they don't talk about. They yeah, just, and, and honestly, that's why, like, the male suicide rate is so high. People just feel like they, it's it's unmanly to talk about how you feel or to express your emotion. Yeah. So I've been, I've been going to therapy myself since January 1st, like, the first week of January. I was like, you know, I need to get this shit under wrap. Um, and now we just started a couple shit. And it's like, even though we are three or four sessions in, so maybe like a month in, it hasn't changed because, mm-hmm. I mean, we're a happy couple in general. But, like, smaller things that used to be problems aren't problems as much as they yeah. used to be. Just because, I don't know, having a mediator, because that's kind of what the counselor is when we talk about, like, what's going on, how we feel about that shit, has come a very long way. And it's just some cool shit that I would recommend to people. Y'all ever be on Reddit? Y'all know how Reddit has, like, these, like, pages. Am I an asshole? Yeah, or, like, People would like tell like stories and shit that they've gone through in life. And this dude recently told a story. I was so it was like such a long story that like even I was reading it because it was so good. Apparently, like even I was reading because <laughs> like read. apparently nine years ago, like I can't read. <laughs> apparently, nine years ago, one of his cousins, his younger cousins, accused him of touching her. Mm. His family disowned him for nine years. Nine years later, at like a family event or whatever, she says. That never happened. I, mm. I, and then he's like, How, "What do I do after nine years right. receiving a text from my mom saying we're sorry, we will miss you, we want to." First of all, that being a text is crazy. Yeah, after nine years and something is big, call my phone. Or you know what I'm saying? Texting that is crazy. But I'm sorry, keep going. And then he was just kind of like, "I don't know how to respond. I'm gonna wait to talk to my therapist." And um, and he he was pretty much just hit with a bunch of emotions because like. He didn't really know how to react to it because right. he's been disowned for seven, nine years. And to receive that text, it was kind of hard for him. That's horrible. Yeah, it's crazy mm-hmm. shit, man. Yeah. And I hope he get. I don't know, nine years is such a long time to be disconnected from family and stuff. Yeah. I hope he gets the, maybe the closure. I don't know if closure is even the right word, but he he feels at peace with everything eventually. Um, yeah. Because I'm sure that fucked him up mentally. Yeah. No, I feel like it's so hard that, like, when you're saying you didn't do anything and- to have it be the other, where the whole family just kind of like disowned you, it's kind of hard. Yeah, but at the same time, people are like the family would also be wrong if they didn't do that. At the same time, right? I think what, it was true. I yeah, think yeah. what the family did, b- based on all the information you gave, obviously, yeah. was the right thing. Yeah, right. If this person is as bad as this, like you know, touching kids or whatever, disown that motherfucker as soon as you can. Obviously, they weren't in the know, and with her coming back out. I think it's important to apologize and do all of this stuff. Um, but it's also, they should understand that if he doesn't want to rekindle anything. For sure. Hell yeah. They should Respect understand his that. boundaries. You know, yeah. respect his boundaries. Because, yeah, nine years without, I don't even know if I, who are you people? Yeah. Nine years is such a long time. It they is. were saying that he had nieces and nephews that they want him to meet and everything. He was like, I didn't even know I had nieces and nephews. Man. And I was just like. Yeah, hopefully that can be an understanding. Because like KB said, um, 
technically they did the right thing based on the information they was presented with. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's one person who really did the wrong thing, which was the person who accused him um, and knowing it was a lie. That's Now, that person, if he don't ever want to talk to that person or be around that person, I, I, I'm with him. I would never be around that person my damn self. But hopefully there could be some level of understanding. You know what I mean? Because nine years is a long time. I'm sure it was a hard time for him, especially knowing that he didn't do that. <laughs> I could only imagine, the, you know, how he felt for nine years. But hopefully they don't allow that lie and allow that terrible person to uh, further keep them apart. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It so. is, it's hard to be disconnected from anyone for nine years and expect that relationship to be the same. Yeah, from a get from the get go, yeah, yeah. But I I would hope that if something like that happened, somebody would be understanding. Yeah, I think Both every sides. situation, if you add some understanding to it and some context, and you have perspective, it's a lot easier to move forward. Is it going to be easy? No, but it's a lot more easier than it could have been. It takes time. People were telling him to just wait to talk to his therapist because his therapist is on vacation for a week, so they said don't respond until you talk to your therapist. Am I an asshole is a good subreddit. Yeah, I love it. I never heard of that one. It's basically people that are asked, like... Are they assholes in certain situations? And they ask people, like, am I an asshole for believing in this? And I can read you a quick one. Um, My husband and I, the husband is 25, and the person that's writing this is a female, 25. I have a six-week-old daughter. Our first baby and the first grandchild in both of our families. We were advised by our pediatrician not to allow anyone besides ourselves to kiss the baby for the first eight to 12 weeks minimum. Dana talk about this so much. Like when we have a kid, like there, people will kiss your baby and even we, with you tan, don't kiss the baby. told people, do not kiss Avery. Mm-hmm. And if you do, we will not allow you to hold her. Simple as that. That's what I told Dana. Respect like, our boundaries. You don't have to worry parent. about it because Dana would argue as a single mother. So was, she, was, she was like, she went always around yeah. or she didn't want to have to argue, be exhausted. I'm like, when I'm in there, it's gonna, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna mm-hmm. be, uh, you know, I'll take it there. Yeah, yeah I'm, I, I, I argue sports. I go back and forth with them for all day about my kids. They ain't got to yeah. worry about. I've that. never even held someone baby and thought about kissing it. Yeah. Same, but this is, a, doc, this yeah, is yeah. to feel like it's gonna go a certain place because I know that this has been communicated to both families and we've been respectful of this despite a little, and they've been respectful of this despite a little bit of grumpiness about it from their side. Last weekend we were over at my in-laws' house and I had just finished breastfeeding my my daughter, so she was all sleepy. I kissed her forehead before settling her for a nap on my chest. My mother-in-law noticed and immediately remarked on it in a super passive-aggressive manner, saying, oh, I'm so glad that you were able to kiss the baby now. Did your pediatrician upgrade the rules? What? <laughs> to the mother? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, to the mother. I was super confused and asked her what she meant and that the pediatrician's recommendation had it changed. She then accused me of violating the rules by kissing my own baby. I told her that the <laughs> I told her that the recommendation was that no one besides myself and my husband kiss our daughter and she argued and heavily implied that I was being dishonest because I had pre- previously said nobody can kiss the baby rather than nobody other than me and my husband can kiss the baby. She <laughs> went on and on about this until I snapped <clears throat> I snapped that it should have been obvious that the rules being told were regards of our baby and, and not allowing other people to do it. She called me a hypocrite. So, so I got up and shut myself in the guest room and my daughter continued to take a nap on me. A little while later, my mother-in-law came in and apolo- apologized in quotation mark, claiming um, it was a knee-jerk reaction and that she was just confused and upset. 
She said she understands now that the rule only applies to other people. She then asked me if I would allow kiss, uh, if I would allow kissing my baby in front of her until she allowed, wait, wait, wait. She then asked me if I would avoid kissing my own baby in front of her since she's not allowed to. That's crazy. That is crazy. I told her that I can understand that she's frustrated and she has the urge to kiss the baby and not being able to. But I am personally not going to stop kissing my own baby for the sake of her feelings. The mother-in-law is calling me disrespectful and called me a hypocrite and has gotten my sister-in-law on board with this as well. Am I the asshole? No, no, no. The mother-in-law is selfish as hell. You might have, uh, depending on how how your husband's standing up for you, you may need to get a divorce. (laughs) If that was my wife and my mom was saying that, I would tell my mom to sit her ass down. Seriously, though. Yeah. How the fuck? How how entitled can you be to say you don't kiss your baby when I'm around because of my feelings about right. my child? And it's only for the first eight to twelve weeks of the existence of the baby. It, but even <laughs> if it's for the entire existence, it's my kid. You have kids. That's how I made this kid with your kid. <laughs> what That's the what fuck? came out for me is you just selfish. Like everything that you was talking about is just revolving around the mother in law and how she feels. Entitlement. How she pisses feels. me the fuck off. Right. Yeah, I just feel like when you have certain boundaries, as a mom, she should understand the boundaries herself. She was a mom. She, yeah. You didn't want certain people doing certain shit to your kid. Why would you then go and put, like, want those boundaries to be broken for someone else? Like, yeah. that doesn't, that shit just don't make sense. I just feel like every, all all boundaries should be respected. So we can agree that the lady is not the asshole, but the grandmother is the ass? Is the other mother-in-law? Big asshole. Yeah, a major asshole. The MI asshole is the one of the best subreddit. Which all significant others, and I know everybody's not in the point of marriage and stuff, so I don't want to make it seem like that. How how much is the relationship with the mother-in-law or potential mother-in-law, potential father-in-law matter to y'all? Um, I think it should be cordial. It should it should be decent, but it don't have to be buddy buddy. What perspective are you asking for? Both? Yes, yeah. It got to be more than cordial. Because anybody that I'm not on the same page with, it's not going to work. And the same thing should be for my girl. My my parents have to abide, have to be on the same page with my girl. Because when you start, what happens is you, you get married, you have kids. A kid needs so much they say a village is, uh, raises a kid yeah so a kid needs their grandparents aunties uncles cousins siblings friends teachers they need that whole community so if we have certain rules it don't matter what my mama did when she raised me if dana say the baby don't get this or the, we doing like you gotta abide by it so i think that's why they have to be on the same page and have a good relationship so that there can be a respect level and it's just a certain understanding. When you start getting married, your wife comes first. You know what I'm saying? So it's like mothers have to, you have to have a relationship where your mother can be able to understand that and it won't be no clash. So I think it is important. And the same same with me. If I if if I was marrying somebody and I didn't get away, Dana's dad passed. But if I was with somebody who had a dad and me and the dad didn't like each other, I probably wouldn't want to be with the girl mm-hmm. because I, I don't fuck with you. So if I don't fuck with you, you can't be around my kid. And if you can't be around my kid, then this is, it's going to be a whole conflict. Because yeah. you'll never be around. If I don't fuck with somebody, they're never going to be around my kid. Mm-hmm. You're not. Because then people try to say shit about you to your kid. and I, mm-hmm. Hell no. Nah. Because then now I got to whoop your ass. 
<laughs> and imagine having to whip your girl's uncle ass or brother's ass or then that's a whole thing. You know what I'm saying? And that's just a lot. Yeah. So it it matters a lot to me. They don't have to be best friends, but I think it has yeah. to definitely be a little bit more than cordial because they'll play a big part in your kid's life. I I would say I'm more so on like the cordial side. I think there does have like have to be some type of re- like respect and relationship, but. Again, I don't think they have to be buddy at all. Again, like I even think there's probably times where it's like, you might like the mom, but shit, I don't like the dad. Like I think there's a lot of different scenarios, but at the end of the day, I think it still comes back to like the the two people that are most involved, which is you and your significant other. But don't get me wrong, having that relationship, and if you're real cool with that, like the other parents, that's I think you get the best of both worlds there. But I, think I don't think it's terribly good, wrong if it's not like that. You made a good point because. I guess it matters how involved they are. Yeah. So if if I if if I live in Chicago, and the girl I'm with, if Dana, she had her but her family lives in fucking Georgia, it, I guess it don't matter. Mm-hmm. But if we all about to be by each other and it's a very family oriented, then yeah, we got it because you're gonna be around those people. So it's like if you don't fuck with the dad, but y'all always around each other, that's that's weird. Mm-hmm. Now, should it make or break y'all relationship? Probably not. That's an exaggeration, but that's kind of like that's kind of so weird. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I am where I'm with Suzanne's mom, cool as can be. I mean, we ain't hanging out solo, but like very cool. Her dad were cordial at the best, mm-hmm. but he's also not in Avery's life either, really. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like we see each other, we say hey, that's kind of the end of things, and it's not like she's spending weekends at grandpa's house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. So. I'm, I I actually agree with that. So I don't want to go too hard on my point because I think, yeah, that's what it is. If, if we're going to be cordial, then like KB said, that's fine. You just My baby won't be spending a night at your house or no shit like that. It ain't going to be like that. But we cannot, like you said, oh, I don't fuck with the dad. Cool. But then, yeah, the dad can't be doing shit. It's a, it's a certain line that the dad can't be able to cross since we ain't like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be more tough. You love the mom, hate the dad, like polar opposites. That yeah. would be even crazy because then by default, the ba- the dad is going to be around because you like the grandma and trust the grandma. That would be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I guess it's also the level. To not like somebody is a strong thing. That means they probably had to either do some shit wrong or they exactly. had to carry the like negative characteristics about them. It's like yeah. gives you a bad feeling about if that. If we don't agree with everything or we just two different people, totally different, that makes you cordial. But to not like somebody and they don't like you, that's something happened. So it's like, that's why it's kind of like. Then everybody just, maybe y'all just need to have a conversation about what happened. Depends Mm -hmm. on what happened. Some shit don't deserve a conversation. Yeah, some things are irreparable. What's the word I'm looking for? I remember this is when I was back with like, uh, with Diamond. Like, I loved her mom. Like, her mom was cool as hell. Yeah, I heard you talk about her mom a lot. And I thought her stepdad was cool too. Until it was like one day they had like this this bar. It was some shit. Maybe like four years ago. Tell me he got drunk. He ain't get drunk. No, 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 no. So this is why I like. Is this a story that you should be telling? It really don't matter. Okay, but no, no, no. So like some shit happened. We was Fourth of July or whatever, and everybody's in the back, and some dude literally comes out and like he's got his peace with him. Like he feels threatened that everybody's outside yelling or whatever because they're having a good time. His smoking peace? No, a peace. Fucking (laughs) witch. But like this is why I was like maybe he cool like because this dude like he had a lot he had a lot in his history. Like, he's been out of jail. Like, he got out of jail recently. <clears throat> you can tell he has, like, anger issues and all that type of stuff. How can you tell? Or you Just because, like, you being around him, like, you, you could tell, like, he's got he's got that background to him. <laughs> uh, I feel you. But he de-escalated the whole situation. I told you, dude brought his, literally his gun outside. 
and he dis- de-escalated the whole situation, everything. Told went up to do, tell him, like, you don't got to do that. All that. He went up to the other party. You don't got to do that. I was like, man, like, it made me respect him some more. He had some shit come out where he was, like, cheating on, on her mama, though. Uh-huh. And that was just, like, a whole other thing. So that's kind of, like, betrayed the trust. But it's just, like, you want, I think it's just, I forgot my whole point of the story. It's a <laughs> You have love for the mom, but the dude you lost your respect. Hey, he did, no, but no, I didn't really no, care though. Like polar, we were talking about the polar opposite, where you yeah. love the mom, but you may not. I didn't. Yeah, but it's just like I didn't think that ever affected like our relationship or anything. Yeah, because he probably didn't do nothing directly to you. He's funny though. Uh, did you see that? Cl- somebody did send us a clip of you saying something, and it was impossible to understand what you. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, over yeah. That list. yeah. Cause you said something about your top ten. I was like, "This where you something about your list." Yeah, it was about you. Yeah. We still was making our list, and I eventually figured out what you were saying. I sound like boom I, house. I showed the video. That to clip Suzanne. was crazy. I said, "I will give you a thousand dollars if you can tell me what he's saying after watching it twice." She couldn't come close. Now tell her you can give her ten thousand if she can decipher what I said in that in that video where I sound like I, I was talking backwards. <laughs> Oh, well, your tongue got I was, twisted. I don't think nobody know. I don't even think you knew what the hell you was trying to say. I know. That was funny because he's like, we got to restart. <laughs> you know what's even crazy about that? Because I'm pretty sure my mom seen that clip before or like liked that pic because it's just been a clip on Twitter. I don't know if it was still in there, but I know in there, like right after that, P was like, I know you can't eat no cat. Oh. And <laughs> hey, your mom liked it. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I think I've only met your mom once. But I, I she do was at the see Chicago her, show. Yeah, I, I do see her on Twitter quite a bit. I do too sometimes. Which is just funny. I've seen her a few times, just because I used to go to Mike's house. So like, I used because y'all like this. The one time I did go to your house, I didn't see her at all. I was just talking to your dad the whole time. She's probably I don't know. What one of my was. best friend. I think I said he's he, he work said there he, doing he said he know your dad. I know. Like, I remember you telling I'm me like, that. I'm, I think I'm gonna see him today. I'm gonna ask him like, yeah, well, how do you? I should. I'm gonna see my dad today, so I asked him. Who Mike's, you say it was? Mike's mom can bake. Huh? She can so bake. Don't ever say somebody's mom can bake. She made cookies one time. You talking about secret <laughs> bake? Was amazing. always trying to say something about somebody. Your mom made some green collard, some mean greens. What you she say? She did. Now they tell me your mama can. What's your comment about my mom? Have I ever had some of your mom made? My mom has cooks is the worst cook in the history of the world. But oh. so all your opinions about people are whether they're food. Yeah. I can't I don't, let I don't you taste Atlanta yo, food. I then. got feedback for you. What? I know you saw my tweet. Me and my mom was watching your that food. That was dumb. Groups. My mom was like, she's like, yeah, I'll be watching. Because I had, uh, when I got to the house, I went to YouTube. And it was like Pee Wee the Plug already in the search. And I'm like, who is just watching my video? Like, <laughs> this is Damien Lillard Trade, a hoop grid. Who was like in here watching? She's like, yeah, we was watching. And we was watching D-Mills too. We be watching D-Mills. So I'm like, okay. She's like, yeah, the thing about D-Mills his 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 uh his scores don't be adding his scores don't match his reaction to mm. food. She said you'll eat some shit and be like, mm, okay. And yeah yeah, then you give her a four and she or a five. She be like, you know what I'm saying? Like your reaction be. <laughs> and I be like, yeah. Whenever Derek get that first bite, he love it, and then he eat the rest of it and be like, eh, yeah, I didn't really like it. <laughs> <laughs> We watch you eat Priscilla's. Priscilla's. Uh, Pris- uh, all Priscilla's. Priscilla's. I drove past Priscilla's the other day. That shit was packed. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be really packed tomorrow. It'll be like Sundays. It'll be busting. That fish looks so damn good. Oh, no, the fish. The catfish, fish the catfish yeah, was good. That looks so good. Macaroni looks suspect as hell. Um, 
And the sweet potato pie. My mama said they probably added like some orange citrus. Bro, I was oh, thinking about some pie last night. I want some pie so bad. A sweet potato pie? I want some apple pie, like oh. some warm apple pie. I'll be pie. thinking about that pie shop in New York that we went to. I still be thinking about that. Like that apple pie was so fucking good, bro. Ooh, that. fellas. I'm going through um the desensitate desensitization, whatever the fuck that word. To taste and whatever of, of dairy therapy right now. So oh. eventually. Well, you were confirmed you're not allergic no more? We took two more tests and came back negative. Oh wow. So eventually I'll be back to normal. How what is shit. eventually? I don't I don't know what the time. I would love to go be. out for your birthday and just eat a oh, bunch yeah, of Oh, yeah, it's not gonna be this week. Let's just eat a <laughs> bunch of let's eat a bunch of bullshit. You wanna get your Italian beef with I cheese? Want, now? I, say I want a pe- slice of real pizza. Oh, like I'm, a Giordano. We don't eat, I just want real, Italian. I don't even gotta be deep. I just want pizza. That shit could be bro, Jack's pizza. Elena pissed me off yesterday. Elena pissed me off, bro. Elena pissed me off because we walking we in the store. Just no cheese. With no cheese. Yeah, I do We walking in the store. She's talking about, you wanna grab some pizzas or whatever? I go over there and grab jacks. No, no, no. Uh, we passed some and it was some jacks on sale. She's like, at least you don't be getting jacks. I was uh, like, bro. Uh, I said, ain't no disrespect to jacks, bro. Jacks been feeding nah. family Jax, for generations. Nah, jacks and Lil Caesars. No nah, disrespect. I'm with her. No I'm not, Lil Caesars, I won't disrespect, but I ain't getting no jacks. Jacks got that. If I'm getting jacks. pizza out the freezer, Poppy I'm getting jacks. What jacks? Like $4? I'm getting, so I'm getting hungry in the end. I'm getting DiGiorno. I'm How getting, much is DiGiorno? Like six, seven bucks. Yeah. Saw, like we ain't seven. got six, seven bucks. But listen, though, no, also, Jax is like the perfect <laughs> size. Because if you want, that's you can a, hit the whole piece. Pizza. You can eat that whole thing and by yourself. And the would be having a stuffed crust with the cheese in See, it. See, y'all yeah. trying to get bougie with us. Jax tastes like cardboard in the best possible way. DiGiorno just got that 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 kitty pizza. Jewel brand has some of the, some of the My best. My mama loves Jewel pizza. Jewel pizza is really good. I like Home Run In. I like uh, Tostino's. I had some Red Barons the other day. They should, They cool. Ooh. It was all right. And it'd be some rand it's some random piece of shit that's really, really good. I forget the name of it, but it's super It's super one good. I be getting. I think it's called like Beatles and Nicks. It's some like it takes Connie's has a good pizza. Connie's is I ain't good. never had Connie's, but I always see it. It's shit good. You know who the worst pizza? Who? The the deep dish. Trying to make a frozen deep dish. Bro, oh. I say you not gonna, gonna make it the right something. way. Yeah, it don't cook yeah. evenly. Yeah, you're gonna burn the bottom of it. I've yeah. never even have you ever bought a frozen pizza from like Giordano's? They be having them. Mm-hmm. No, no, but it's that same thing, but you just buy it from Jewel. Oh, okay. I know Gino's East got one that's like a deep dish. Yeah. I, I I'm pretty sure I had that one before and I burnt the bottom. Have you been to Gino's? Good. I haven't been there, but I like the frozen stuff. Gino's is good. I like haven't been to Gino's. Gino's. Who said that? That's flex. Come on, man. I, I, ain't, I haven't been to Gino's in a minute. I haven't either. They piece are real good, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They piece are really, really good. I think I took Angie when we first started dating. There's two locations up north. You should definitely pull up, Mike. Y'all be in the city a lot. No, we do not. <laughs> did y'all go to the? Uh, the oh, beach y'all did night? go to the we beach. Did. Was it decent? You know, no. me, oh, me okay. and Derek got off the elevator. Well, it was a, what happened. We got off the elevator, and Derek was like, "I feel so bad for Mike. He did not look like he wanted to go to the beach." <laughs> we was only there for like fifteen minutes or like ten minutes, though, because like we went there late as hell, and you can't see shit because the sun not out. That's what I told Derek. I'm like, you, you need the water, right? The, the waves are cool. The waves look cool, and we like with the spot we went to. I didn't even notice at first that she pointed it out, but it was like literally a couple. I guess they had like a blanket or a sheet on top of them, but they were just sitting by the water, like laid oh. up at like midnight. Okay. They no, they weren't water. doing nothing. Okay. They were they oh. were just laying down. Me and D-Mails got, got some fillies. Yeah, we did. 
We didn't even go to the best location though. That shit was okay. We went to a we went to a location that had us. It's like it was platformed. Yeah, you had yeah. To walk up and I don't know. The one in Boys Town is better than that one. I'm. Yeah, I love it. I'm not saying anything about the location we went to because it was decent. You feel like the other one is better? Yeah, way better. Like Why? the quality, I think the steak was better. I think it was. Oh, okay. I think yeah, it was just in general, just a better, much better Philly cheese. Steak. You think it's on part based or on the time too? Because you went kind of late. True. Yeah, it could have been based on time, True. but they was juking though. It wasn't like they were slow. We went in there and it was a line to the door, like so. It wasn't no excuse that uh, I was shit sitting. No, nah, they was working. So I was kind of pissed because I wanted to get pizza that night. But we had to stay an extra like hour basically to play the game. Oh so yeah, it was closed by the time I got. What there. pizza you be getting? Mod. Oh yeah, mod. Mod is good. Mod I've is never really been, good. and there's one right by me. Mod is good. That's the one I'd be going to. The one right by you. Where do you get on your pizza? I get sausage, pineapple, spinach. Um, spinach is a must. Yeah, spinach hits so. Different. You know what I I had recently? Pizza place by you too that I go. It's further down. But I don't want to. Is it in the mall? It's in a little strip. It's not a mall, but it's in a little strip. It's further down. It's by it's by a furniture store. Mm. I know what you're talking about. I think I know. Yeah, that place is really good too. I've always just drove. Past I had that, that uh, powerhouse D meals from uh, what's it called? What's oh, the, pot belly? What's the name of the pot belly. Oh, the salad, the powerhouse salad. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was decent. You did say that you had a half. A I don't. Yeah, I like how they be putting the hummus on there. The yeah. hummus make it real good. I don't like that vinaigrette though. I don't think I ever had it with a vinaigrette. And that's what it comes with. Me like and Mike eat pot belly on the same day. Pot, pot belly be good as hell. man. Yeah, pot belly be good. Who? What is Subway? Yeah. I remember when I, I was young. Like, I used to love mama, Subway. Yeah, I used to be like, my mom used to be like, wants to get some pot belly? I'd be like, I'll get Subway. Yeah, Subway as a kid used I don't know. They kind of fell off, but they it's used to be it. elite back then. They did. Subway is choosing your sandwich for the first time, like when you first go, and then getting the same one Yeah, for the yeah. rest of your life. Literally. You you a meatball guy? Very true. Do y'all eat meatballs? I try. I, I do. I try I'm, to, I'm, but I definitely have some meatballs. Though. It's too sloppy. Like it'll be falling out the bun and stuff. It's definitely an eat at home type of meal though. For sure. Y'all damn near about to make me want to make make some fucking. Meatballs. I like. I love spaghetti and meatballs though. Spaghetti and meatballs are decent. I don't really, but I also don't put meatballs I don't like in my no spaghetti. Balls of meat. Really? Mm. I could do it, but <laughs> let's wrap this up, man. Let's wrap this up. Thank you so much for watching this episode of Through the Wire or listening. We appreciate you as always. We'll be back on Tuesdays ranking top 10 coaches. <laughs> no, we'll be back on Tuesday talking media day because media day is Monday. All things, storylines and stuff. And we'll see y'all there. Let's Peace. get it.